This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by a couple things. First, as always, our patrons at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Really do appreciate you. Uh, if you are already giving us any amount of money per month, thank you very much. It's what allows us to do this. If uh, if you are not, please consider it. Go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Also brought to you by Heartbeat City, the brand new show on Duckfeed. Uh, it is a love and relationship advice show. You can find it at heartbeatcity.city. Uh, please reach out, either leave a voicemail at 1-502-69-HBEAT or write in to gary at duckfeed.tv. Thank you. They appear to be giant insects. It's similar to the last several incidents. Oh, giant insects, I can't believe it! God damn it! Dude, dude, it's okay, choose your battles. Don't, don't radio that. Insects, eight legs, eight goddamn legs. This thing has eight legs. Have these halfwits even seen arachnophobia or eight-legged freaks or even Charlotte's fucking web? I know, I know. I, it's crazy. I feel like a goddamn idiot, okay? We fell for this thing hook, line, and sinker. And, uh, look at these dipshits over here. Vicious giant insects who have once again come back. We'll unleash all our forces. We won't cut them any slack. The EDF deploys. <laughs> Do we have anything in common with them? I mean, that guy, he just he just sang himself right into the jaws of one of those weird jumpy spiders. And, and this guy over here, this civilian, just standing there being chewed on silently. I'm, I'm very sorry about your circumstances, sir. The EDF will inform your wife and family in eight to six weeks. EDF! I never thought about just deserting, you know, leaving these guys themselves going back to duck feed. Keep, keep it down, man. Keep it, I, listen, I have thought about that. I've got us covered. Just try not to get webbed up during this engagement, and I think we'll be okay. Okay. All right. I trust you. Uh, which mission is this one again? I think this is the mission called Giant Insects. Cool. My name is Gary Butterfield. And my name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to EDF Radio, the podcast produced for... Fuck! My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Earth Defense Force 4.1, which is a third-person shooter developed by Sandlot and published by D3 Publisher in 2015. 
Yeah, and this is the finale of Better Together Month, uh, which is a commissioned month that we've done, uh, a theme month. Mm-hmm. That's commissioned by Patreon backer Peter Bevis. Yes, thank you very much. This is the game thank that Peter. Peter specifically chose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and kind of a, I mean, like kind of the definition of a cult classic a little bit. Those are the, the things that come up when you like research this game. Like the two, the two watchwords are cult classic and so bad it's good. Like, and I'm, that's not me like the spoiler spoiler. Like, and I've been public about it. Like I had a really bad time with this. Yeah. Um, the, uh, those aren't my words. The so bad it's good. Like that comes up in multiple reviews on mm-hmm. message boards and everything. Like that is one of the watchwords for the series. Yes. Um, and, and. <laughs> Those are the two things that pop up. And, like, Cult, Cult Classic makes a lot of sense to me. The In my mind, like, it's, it's interesting to do this right after Magicka, uh, which is they're both, like, I find both these games kind of bad for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't find, I think this one probably is closer to bad in a way that's good. Right. Than, than Magicka. But with less, with, you know, where last episode was a lot of us, like, feeling that the game was let down by a shining like core in the center of its geode mm-hmm. i don't think this game has a thing no uh, this like, definitely other than bigness which like well we'll talk about the bigness like the thing it the thing it has is a bigness but it, it also like this is the the fourth game in the series <laughs> right you know that, that of, of functionally identical games like I, I went on a youtube journey last night of watching all of the entries in the series it's a little ridiculous isn't it it's a real tr- <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of amazing so yeah you know. <laughs> and, uh, like so like so bad it's good is it's an obfuscating cliche or it's a thought terminating yeah. cliche like you know it 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 halts conversation about a thing uh, uh, uh to you know to a certain extent that's that's exactly what it does yeah like, the idea behind that that phrase is to say um this is beyond or somehow unworthy of you know like you know considering this as a game like Thinking of this in terms of good or bad is like mm-hmm. putting on a suit of armor and charging at a jello pudding pop. <laughs> you know, is is what that is trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with you. Like this game, in spite of its kind of numerical complexity and the progression loop, which we're gonna talk about quite a bit, it is as deep as a parking lot puddle. Yeah. So comparing this to Magicka, which does have that core, which does have kind of this, you know, novelty and marvelous complexity to it. This mm. is a little bit of a a little bit of an inverse where it doesn't have that, but it leans very heavily on kind of a, an, an outstated or a, an overstated aesthetic, right? Uh, yeah. Which is and, which is the majority of what people lean on when talking and, about it, right? And it's not that like that thing is. I'm immune to that thing. No, I like. Yeah, I think that thing is cool. I just don't think it's cool forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was I was trying to um, think if there's anything we've done that's quite this simple, right? Um, and the closest thing I can think of, and it ends up being a really good comparison, is Zone of the Enders. Yeah. But Zone of the Enders was an incoherent plot, but it was a plot. <laughs> right. Like, there's a plot to that. Like, it moves. It has levels. Uh-huh. Um, there's lots of things that you enjoy about video games that happen in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, levels uh, and story. And those things don't happen in this game. Yeah. You know, this is – it's like Smash TV kind of, uh, but yeah. for – four times as long yeah and really and really 16 times as long yes because completion of this game is actually we'll get to this and it's probably my biggest number one problem with it Mm -hmm. the thing that caused me those the most issues is the grindy loop and the way that completion of this game is considered on 100 percenting all you know percentage based across all classes right so as long as as much as i thought 90 levels of this game was too much Mm -hmm. it's not 90 levels it's 36 levels or, yeah. you know, three, 360 levels. <laughs> right. Rather. 
Yeah, so. yeah. So that, that, that that's a real bummer. You know, I would take the so bad it's good and amend that to say it is not very good, but it's enjoyable in specific contexts. Like yes. I had a better time with this than you did. Uh, like weirdly enough, probably because I played it by myself, and also well, that- I was right in a spot where I was ready for something repetitive and numbing, like in my personal life. Yeah, <laughs> it it is very much like a cornmeal. You know, repetitive, repetitive and numbing are the right words. And what's interesting is that, like, co-op does help it. It's it's kind of meta systems. Like, this mm-hmm. is all stuff we'll get to eventually, but it's kind of important, like, laying out yeah. this this stuff because it, it, it directly addresses the game's reputation. Uh, all work in con in contrast to that. Like, right. all work in, against that. Mm-hmm. The, the actual way that this game handles progression and handles, uh, uh, like, its kind of grind loop, mm-hmm. all of it is... A gr- uh, very hostile right? Uh, to make playing this with people, with your friends, which to me was the way that I could have fun with it, uh-huh. made that prohibitive um, in very specific ways, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. Right. Um, so like that ends up being, you know, and for, for a kind of a, a repetitive game, you know, that's kind of mindless that I can play by myself. I just feel like there are ones that are, like, this is maybe too much of a repetitive thing. <laughs> right, right. Like, it's not like I would have played, like, Serious Sam or something. For sure. You know, if I just want to shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it comes down to, like, a, a dungeon train is not valueless. Um, it <clears> definitely <throat> is a mark. Uh, you know, it is it is, it is a mark against, a, you know, an, an experience a lot of the time. There's a, there's a place for it. But, you know, this is not that like this. and are there are there four places for it is there a place for it every <laughs> right. couple of years and is there yeah. a place for it for 360 levels right you know plus dlc plus co-op levels mm-hmm. you know so yeah it's just it's a it's a lot of this this thing that does have value that it is and it's just a lot yeah of that thing you know so uh in a way that is um you know to to my mind just doesn't bring enough new to the table like when i said like it doesn't have levels like it doesn't have levels there's not there's not you know there are different like stages you go to but they are there's pretty much three types and they are extremely interchangeable yeah you know um so there's just there's just and and of the levels and and you can tell me if this is uh because spoiler this is i i cashed in my uh i'm not going to actually beat this game chip mm-hmm. of this game because of my difficult experience um you can tell me if i'm if i'm exaggerating but i feel like i'm i'm not of the 90 levels, do you think that more than 25% percent, 25% present a new enemy or twist? Mm, not really, no. Like 25%, a third maybe? Yeah, maybe? I, I, like I would, I would say a third, and it's a little bit... It's a little bit deceptive, right? Because the stuff that is that does introduce new things, it's spread out. And so it's what you extremely spread out. And so, and so what you get is like notable mission, routine, 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 you know, for five or six, notable mission, you know, or like a run of like this is this is a progression. But the majority of what's happening here, and it, it's a little bit ridiculous too. Like when we say this game lacks a plot, like there there is a little bit of an arc to it, you know, in the way that I structure the episode that kind of brought it out for me but you read the you read the descriptions of each uh of each mission and it'll say a new threat has arrived it's unlike anything we've ever seen before good luck go get it yeah and and literally that is pretty much the entirety of the story and the complexity and the you know what the game is asking you to do which is a new threat has arrived deal with it and and a lot of times those new threats are not new threats 
Right. You know, like there's there's uh, eight maybe enemy types in this mm-hmm. over 90 missions. Yeah. Eight or nine, nine maybe. And that's uh, even including like pallet swap things. Um, yeah. This So like th- I don't want to have this come off as if people think that I don't have an appreciation for mindless games. Right. You know, cause that's the other thing that pops up in this is like, just, just mindless fun. Like mm-hmm. stop thinking about it, just shoot. And I, and I'm always skeptical of a game that, that <laughs> the enjoyment is predicated on not thinking about it. Right. I just feel like that's extremely damning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do like mindless games. Like I do, I, you know, I, I like games where you don't like, I love like, you know, I'll play something like a cannibal or something like that, which is not story based or there's, there's no, nothing to think about. Yeah. And, you know, Serious Sam, which I mentioned, which is, like, a, a real dumb fucking shooter. Like, there are guys <laughs> with bombs for heads that run at you. Like, it yeah. is extremely dumb. Um, <laughs> there are ways to still incorporate more elements of design and be dumb and mindless. Right. You know, uh, that I think are just, just more successful and work on a mindless level a lot better to me than Earth Defense Force. Yeah. And I think that where this runs up against that is this requires you to engage with it for way too long and also, like to play it in the way that everybody agrees is the best quote unquote way to play it. Um, you yeah. have to make an appointment with a friend and you both have to like, just eat, eat this big old bag of cornmeal together. And, and even <laughs> what then, has you on is, a bag of meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just two hobos split an entire bag of, <laughs> of a, a, an entire thing, a multi meal with no milk. The, um, I don't, but I, I did play it with, with people. Uh-huh. Like I, I played this almost exclusively co-op. Right. And it's it's interesting because I went through a real journey of running into this game's various failings in their systems of trying to play it. And at first I thought it was something that the game did but didn't explain. And then in looking at it, that's not even it. Like right. even if we had been playing the optimal way, we still would have had a real hard time with it. Right. So it even playing co-op, like it, it was more fun in the moment, but it was extremely not fun to progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, through the game right um so those, like i will i will keep calling back to that experience because it is a real like i just want i want everyone to know and i especially want uh peter to know that i put in a lot of effort to mm-hmm. try to make this work yeah. for me so as we get to those individual systems i will say like where i ran up against them right um you know but it it was it was a real you know uh, uh every time i i was blocked i tried a new opening and i did that a lot right and I was continuously kind of blocked from being able to have fun with this. Yeah. Uh, past the, some time when I genuinely did have fun. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a seed of this that I think is actually what other people feel like it is. Uh, like I would feel like that too. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, there's a way that this could be the thing other people describe it as. Yeah. Um, they have had too many chances to get that right and haven't done it. And I have no faith that they'll be able to do it. Right. And I'm, I'm disappointed. Like I, I regret like I don't regret because it was for Watch Out for Fireballs. But I'd played one of these games before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, if I was not playing this for the show, I would regret my chances that I've given them because I don't have confidence in this developer. Right. Um, and the, uh, uh, but that seed is still there. It's just it's very similar to a way out and Magica, mm-hmm. where like I guess that's another theme of of this month <laughs> that accidentally it was like missed potential. Like there's a seed of something good here that the people just fumbled. Right. You know, and that is a, another weird. Uh, theme of, of gigantic, messy, sloppy month. <laughs> you know, double, double, family double dare month. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the orange drink is all water at this point. We can't dilute it anymore. Yeah. 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 It's country time lemonade. There's never been anything close to a lemonade. <laughs> right. The, uh, like, 
So let's get into specifics because we've uh, we, we've kind of made our opening arguments, which is a, yeah. a quickly becoming a new segment on the show, and I'm not against it. I'm into it actually. I, I th- it's a lot. It's much harder for me to get into specifics without kind of saying general, like doing an overview. It is possibly yeah. the three three paragraph essay structure that is hammered into me from middle school, <laughs> right? Where it just feels right to present an opening argument and then do you yeah. know the things that support it. Mm-hmm. But it is. Uh, I, I feel a, a – and not everybody who listens – like way more people listen to the show than like follow me on Twitter or care about what I say mm-hmm. outside of the show. But the uh, I always feel a little weird going into just kind of generalities without reconciling the experience that I've like processed and, you know, been real public about. Right, right. And, the, and I imagine you're the same. Like, you know, you went on a Slack and it was like talking about your, your travails with, with Magicka mm-hmm. and felt the need to disclose like, hey, I had a bad time. I couldn't get through this because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, yeah. And, and this that that is what I'm doing here. Like I <laughs> want to, you know, I put in an effort, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get through it. Yeah, I will say why, but here's the general reasons why, and yes. we'll get into specifics. Yeah. Um. So EDF, I, I thought that there were way more games in this series than there than there actually were. Uh, that perception is because of kind of a complicated release history. So EDF 4.1 is actually a current gen remaster of an older game called EDF 2025 which itself is a sequel to EDF 2017. Of all the, like, entries in this series, most of them are just retellings of, like, the same two incidents. Yes, there's, there's been two incidents. Yep. Um, there, there's a, and, and it's also confusing because 4.1 is the Japanese naming convention. Right. Like, in, in America, they came out named after years. In Japan, they were just numbered sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a weird kind of Gaiden game, um, Insect Armageddon, mm-hmm. which is uh, the one that I played before this okay. to give people context. Like super fans of the, the series will be like, oh, of course, you you know, that's the one that we don't like. That's, you know, of course, that one's bad. Um, that one actually does addresses a lot of the systemic things I have and misses one of the big draws. Okay. Um, so that one is, is developed by a different developer. Um, they don't put as many things on the screen, but they m- fix the loot system more or less okay in that one so i was not expecting the absolutely broken and garbage loot system that is in this game yeah um because the one i had played didn't have it like okay you got experience yeah. points and bought things right in that one like you had some random drops but you had some control over your character progression in that one yeah um so that is uh that's the guiding game so there's there's a, a one between those two i guess okay is my point between 2017 and 2025 yeah. uh, but this game goes way out of its way to uncanonize it uh, <laughs> every single time someone on the radio says that incident eight years ago like that's when 2017 happened and insect armageddon was supposed to happen between then yeah in, so that has been excised from new the detroit yes yeah exa- exactly <laughs> they uh became insect <laughs> new Detroit become insect become arthropod yeah. yes <laughs> um and this is uh so the idea of this is it's, it's supposed to be a kind of an homage to b movies about giant monsters um and they're extremely cheesy in that yeah. um you know so like it came from the desert them that kind of thing yes um and you know you know real real kind of very and and i'm way on board with the the voice acting and stuff in this i do think is fun and funny i love the melodramatic like a commander and scientist just just the fact that they never say new like the fact that this is so repetitive Uh actually made that way funnier for me that like (laughs) like like seriously you're still surprised by just ants like we've been fighting ants for a really long time like are you still how are you shocked about this yeah you just never process information it's like you've got like some kind of short-term memory problem they're attacking the the world's biggest breadcrumb (laughs) <laughs> it's just like i can't believe the giant insects and it's like 
my my dude, like you're the one who told me this already happened, <laughs> and I've been doing this for eight missions, and you're still making that statement. Like, yeah, you you need like this is happening. You can't you can't go to the cave with the penguin. Like right. this is happening. You have to be in this right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then they proceed to do that for you know thirty missions or so uh-huh. until like like the plot moves, and then they actually start acting a little bit different. <laughs> right, but. It's just amazing. Like, it, it's very funny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I went into the B-movie aesthetic. I think that is that that, that is a, a smart choice for this. So yeah. your, your, your role in the play here, you know, you were an infantry, infantry soldier in the Earth Defense Force, kind of this multinational futuristic arm, army that was assembled um, to fight the Ravagers, these alien invaders who kind of command these different monsters to attack in their stead. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and in addition, they attack as well. Yes. Um, this is an over-the-shoulder uh, third-person shooter, um, and it's real quick and loose. Yes. Um, everything is pretty uh, pretty weightless. Um, and what they do is they trade uh, that looseness. So they're, they, you know, the, the, it's, it, it's real, real quick. It's real weightless. Mm-hmm. They trade that, um, you know, it, uh, and they, they add in a bunch of jank. Like the game is extremely janky. Um, you're going to have uh, monsters get stuck. Um, in, in weird animations, um, you're going to have, uh, idiot soldiers just firing at a wall for no reason. (laughs) I love that. You're going to have like, everything doesn't work. Right. And what they've treated all of that away for is just having like, you know, 40 ants on screen, Mm -hmm. 50 ants on screen, like just putting a lot of big things on screen moving very quickly. Yes. Um, which I'm not, you know. Whether that's worth it is kind of what we're litigating, over, you know, over the course of, you know, or what the, like, my relationship with this podcast is, like, trying to figure that out. Uh-huh. But the, uh, that is valuable. Yes. Like, it's visually impressive as hell. Like, seeing just, you know, a, a billion ants crawl out of a, a anthill mm-hmm. and come at you looks cool as shit. Yeah. Why like, that's do, awesome. There, there, there's one particular mission that I ended up doing over and over again because you have to grind in this game where – yeah, where just a wave of ants crashes over an entire mountainside or like mountain mm-hmm. range, and it never ceased being impressive to me to you know just to see all that stuff coming down, right? Yeah, it, it's it's cool. There are all kinds of tricks they do uh, in order to make that happen and to make it work, but like they never sacrifice that looseness, um, you know, uh, for, for for the scale. It's kind of remarkable for how. For how janky some of the mechanics and some of the AI and pathing and stuff is, like for how badly that is executed, the fact that this is like as stable as it is, like with the stuff that they attempt, it's technically impressive. And that's the difference between 2025 and 2017. Mm -hmm. So like the big difference between those two, um, in 2017, like I watched a bunch of footage of that and it is free me um, and, you know, just kind of like performs a lot worse. Yeah. Like, tries to do the scale, but performs a lot worse. This new version, the PS4, PC version of this, uh, just works a lot better Yeah, as it's, far as being being unstable. When, when I talk about them doing stuff, I want to call out a specific technique that I think is really impressive. When you have, a, like, a massive swarm of something, like just a bunch of ants crawling over each other, the in order to keep the overall frame rate going, they actually crank down the frame rate of the uh, of the individual bugs to, to kind of, like, key poses. So you see each of them kind of, like, cycling through, like, you know, four or five different, like, you know, parts of their walk cycle, but the cumulative effect is still the same, that it's coming mm. at you and you are still moving and controlling as fluidly as possible. Yeah. And then that, that actually gets cleared up when they get close to you and they will move more fluidly yeah. when there's just one on the screen. Like it kind of swaps between those two different modes, mm-hmm. um, which is, which is pretty neat. Yeah. Um, 
you you fight alongside allies, so they they didn't just send you as one person. Um, these can be either AI, though it's always AI allies, mm-hmm. but you can also have co-op partners yes. as well. Um, this can work in split screen or online. Um, the online aspect is another aspect that is uh, new yes. to, to, to this entry. Uh, Insect Armageddon had online play as well. That's the reason why I had played it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but previous to this, it had just been split screen. Right. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but one of the things that was a real bummer. So online play and local solo play are considered to be separate. Like you have separate campaigns, separate saves even. So like your progression in one doesn't match the other. Like you couldn't take your character from multiplayer and then just continue offline. Right. No. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that. Um, and that ended up being, you know, part of my, this is, this is part one of the mandala of misery <laughs> that, that I had trying to make this work. Um, and so you, when you play online, a couple of different things happen. Um, one, you're starting a separate save. Uh, you can play for one with one to four players online. Mm-hmm. So you can, pl- you can play a one player game online. Um, however, the game rebalances for multiplayer and enemies get huge health boosts. Mm. So the progress I had made multiplayer when that didn't work and Derek, my, my stalwart co-op buddy for this entire month, uh, was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I can't blame you. This, this isn't your job. This is my job. I will, yeah. I will sit down and eat the core meal on my own. The reason I couldn't work that progress is because doing a if you set up for a one player uh, co-op thing, it doesn't rebalance. Oh God, that sounds miserable. Um, so uh, this will go into when we start talking about farming later. Um, the farming trick that uh, you pointed me to that you know that the internet tells you to do, mm-hmm. like there there's there's a, a workaround you can do to make this game fun and good for the whole thing <laughs> that right. you have to spend about a half hour doing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. work doesn't work if I'm doing it in. Uh, multiplayer one player mode because mm-hmm. the health buff means my ai com- companions are not strong enough yeah to win so uh they're considered separate campaigns and the game rebalances pretty aggressively like even just me and him playing even before we ran into the issue with how this game handles experience and pickups um we were running into these insane difficulty spikes mm. i think that it just balances i think there is just a co-op balance and a single player balance and it's regardless of how many players you have mm. i think it balances for four players no matter how many players you actually have in mm. the room so i think we were playing at twice the difficulty we should have um even when it was the two of us and when i was trying to play that by myself i was playing at four times the difficulty um so i was trying to play just through on normal yeah and but I tried bumping it down to easy and still couldn't do it in the missions in like the early 30s, uh, doing multiplayer, single player online. Um, and like maybe I could have gone back and grind, grinded for weapons, but like I'm a 37 year old man, I, like I, I, can't, I can't do that. I'm gonna die someday. Tick, tick, tock, tick, tock. I, you know, I need to I need to find love again before I die. Like I, I, I need to work on not dying alone. You know, I've got, I got things to do other than like just you know. Literally doing the same missions again in the hope of not just getting copies of weapons I've already received. Oh, geez, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, you know, like we are going to talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, they, they they finally have an online mode and they biffed it. Yeah. Like, it is it's extremely biffed. And that's just numbers. Like, there's no there's no argument that it would be exceedingly difficult to make that balance for the number of players. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you're just looking at the Ants HP. You know, yeah. And they do have different kind of AI as the game goes on or as difficulty modes go up, rather. They do have different AI uh, 
kind of setups. Right. You know, the AI in this game is is extremely unintelligent. Like the AI is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything just kind of runs at you. But there is a difference in enemy aggression. Yeah. Based on that. But I, I just they're toggles. Like I I know enough about how games are in the back end to know that they are toggles and numbers, and that could be done. Yeah. Like if you know? if you are going to do a scale, establish it as a multi as a multiplier and change the multiplier. Yeah. Yeah, you know, as opposed to just it being a, a, a toggle. That is, if you're playing online, the game is four times as hard, mm-hmm. regardless of how many people you're playing with. And I could have, you know, the the, I, it's not even a straw man. The part of my head that was trying to problem solve my way past this was like, well, I could just open up a lobby and play with three randos. And as like, I just, I can't, I just can't do that. Like, I don't, no. I, I find that extremely unfun. Yeah, um, well, and you're also going to bounce up against the meta because if you have somebody playing this game three years after it came out they're probably yes. they're probably established into paths through the game and habits and mechanics and exploits that you're just not aware of so you're out there engaging with the mission as it stands playing with randos with no voice communication because why the fuck would you have voice communication and i don't want to talk to yeah randos. i don't want to talk to randos yeah <laughs> um you know you know you're, you're you are meeting the mission on its face and they're like pissed off at you because you're not you're not over here you know taking advantage of like the the, the hill exploit or whatever yeah you know it, everyone knows it goes smoker spitter charger not charger jockey <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it, it's that kind of thing. When I tried to play Left 4 Dead with strangers, like yeah. that is a bummer. So I don't do it. So mm-hmm. them separating those two campaigns is exceedingly frustrating. Yeah. Um, and there's another aspect of that when we get into uh, when we start talking about weapon, weapon level limits. Yeah. Uh, which we'll get to in, in when we probably as part of the, the loot conversation. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So there, there are four classes in this uh, and they play very differently from each other. Yes. Um, from, from one another. Um, and they have a couple different class-specific abilities. That were added um, another... in 4.1. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And and that's something else that is part of the, the completion. I think is ultimate. Like, I like that there's a variety. I wish that your progress carried across mm-hmm. things. So you could just, I could just try another character without starting over. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the cumulative result was that was I tried a couple levels with each character and only actually went as deep as I did with one. Okay. Um. um yeah. Which, uh, which of these classes did you, did you end up settling with? Uh, the wing diver. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to turn down a jetpack. Nope. <laughs> um, apparently, that this is not the most deep or fun class, which I, you know, I mean, in some way it depends. Like, it is the easiest to grab pickups, which I didn't know that I had to do for, like, half the game. Right. Um, half my playtime. But, like, it is, uh, well, we'll talk about them each in order. But that's yes. the one I've spent the most of. I touched on all the others. Right. So, um, so the basic one is the ranger, which is kind of a, a foot soldier. Uh, its whole thing is that you have a really versatile arsenal of weapons yes. uh, and also the ability to dodge roll. Yeah. Um, you also get, and you get the kind of utility items as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can heal your, your squad mates yeah. and such. Um, this is the, uh, in, in the meta, like this is the DPS character. Right. Um, it's not the most versatile one. That's the, uh, the fencer, but it is the one that just kind of has like pure DPS. Once you get really high level weapons, um, the ranger moved too slow for me to tolerate. Yes. Um, um, you're expected to range over these maps, especially in certain missions where it's like, okay, there are a couple of bugs left. Just go and look for them. Um, <laughs> you, you missed one yeah. all the way back there on the other side. So just hoof it. Somebody on Twitter said this, and I'm not calling this person out. I just thought it was very funny and kind of damning where they were saying, uh, I'm, I'm not playing 4.1. I'm waiting for five because they're going to give the ranger a sprint. <laughs> and I just like the idea of like it being five games in the series before you give your character a run button. Yeah, is just we are operating on a different scale of patience <laughs> yep. for you with EDF fans, man. Like it yeah. is the the most patient people in the world. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you did you end up playing as the wing diver as well? Yes. Yeah. 
Um, I just, I, I really love the way that they move. Yeah, um, going uh, to be in for inventive traversal. Uh, the energy management is satisfying as well. Like that, like mm -hmm. that to me was a bit more interesting than just, oh, you have a clip and you have to reload. Uh, so yeah. the wind divers, these ladies, they're kind of like Valkyries. They, uh, they, they've got a jetpack and they also use energy beam weapons. Both of those draw from the same reservoir. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of like usually. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, they, they do. I mean, there's different ways they actually will mess with this later, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah. Like, sometimes you draw from the reservoir, at reservoir and it gives you a clip. Mm -hmm. And then uh, sometimes it draws from your, your reservoir directly. Yeah. So that can that can make a really big difference. Mm -hmm. And having a mix of those two types of weapons ended up being the strategy that was I was the most successful with. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that, that was also what I uh, what I did. Ultimately, they, they, they all draw from it, just just kind of at different rates and at different quantizations. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah. One of them lets you jetpack with impunity mm -hmm. while shooting. The other one doesn't. Yeah. So it's useful to have uh, have both. Yeah. Um, Wingdiver, like, they get really good sniping weapons, too. Um, yeah. And just uh, the beams, like, you know. Nothing, nothing really beat uh, uh, this gigantic or this uh, this laser gun that had like a like a spread shot almost for taming huge groups of ants. You know, I, I ended up finding the like getting sniper weapons in this really unsatisfying because I think the kinesthetics on the impact is really like underwhelming. Hmm. I never felt like I knew I was hitting things. Okay, with the, with the sniper weapons like the sniper, the long range lasers, mm -hmm. I could usually tell that I was hitting because I'd see a little like fizzle or what have you. Yeah, the ones that were named sniper rifles uh, that you could do the zoom with i still used but i didn't find very satisfying because i wanted to see a, a sense of impact yeah when i hit the thing yeah for, for me it was just like the, the only feedback that i got and it was enough for me was uh the cloud of blood that would pop up uh whenever yeah. you killed something yeah it's a in general i think that the monsters are not good at reacting to you shooting them no no in this, and some of the weapons, especially in the wing diver, that's the one I can speak to the most, have a, a range that's kind of hard to see exactly what it is. Yes. Um, like, like out of so the I box, about, yeah. out of the box, the wing diver comes with like a real short range weapon. I had no idea if it was hitting what I was aiming Yeah, no, literally no idea if it was hitting. And again, that's one of the things, like in the one side of the scale, if we're, we're keeping an account, like a logbook of what they traded for having 40 ants on the screen. Right. Like, this is one of those things. Like, having the ants actually react to damage, which is a real elemental part of video games, mm -hmm. right, um, is one of the things they traded away. Yeah. So, um, but super, super fun yep. to move around and, like, is a huge tactical advantage. Like, being able to get on top of buildings, like, the, these bugs can crawl up buildings, but mm -hmm. not as many of them. Um, you know, they'll, they still have to chase you up there. So, having an entire axis of uh, space to move around. Mm-hmm. And get away is actually huge. Yeah, uh, um, being able to clear an entire map—not not clear it, but you know what I mean. Cross it. Yeah. Um, you know, in a in a gasp is very useful, and just mm -hmm. the process of like learning how to feather the feather the thing to like <laughs> to make the arc that you want to. You yes. know, like I eventually got really really good at feathering it, so I would dive in a you know in an arc like almost in a U and grab a pickup without ever actually touching the ground. Yeah, that's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. Extremely fun. The uh, it's also worth talking about. I guess like the 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 ranger um, who who we talked about before. It just looks like a space marine. Mm -hmm. The air raider is like the like the most anime thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the, the pigtails. <laughs> the fact that they have like energy pigtails <laughs> that like flare up into when they fly. Yeah. Like like ladies, <laughs> a bad use of energy. And they're wear they're like they have to wear light armor. So like of course, and that means they wear like mecha panties. Yeah. When you fly forward, you see up their skirt to see their mechanical panties. It's not aesthetically uh, pleasing. It's not great. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not good. 
Yeah. Um, so. And for, fortunately, uh, that quickly, my, my, my kind of ickiness with that wore off as everything just became wireframe, you know? Yeah. It's too, you know, like paying attention to that again, that's on the long list of, of people who love this game, like who are saying like, those are things you shouldn't think about. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's making there. the only female <laughs> character, a super sexy, like panty vixen. Yeah. You know, who, and like if you, and if you play as that character, it's right in your face the whole time, whether you ignore it or not. It is a crotch <laughs> shot continuously. Like anytime you're flying up, which is a lot of the time you were seeing up an upskirt. Bayonetta? So, Step aside. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the camera is definitely in love with your grundle in this game as well. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man. Uh, I didn't really do an awful lot with the Wing Diver because I played, or not Wing or Diver, the Air, the Raider. Air Raider. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would have named them different things if it were me. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, I did not mess around with the Air Raider, Air Raider an awful lot because I played uh, offline. Did you get a lot of use out of this? No, but Derek played okay. uh, the Air Raider a lot. Cool. So Derek uh, kind of switched between all three classes I was not playing, mm -hmm. uh, primarily though switching between the Fencer and the Air Raider. Um, did a lot of Air Raider. The Air Raider is cool. Um, yeah. It's mostly uh, kind of shitty on the surface, but then you call in drops. Um, and the vehicles are pretty fun Yeah. in this. Um, the kind, I think the, the max level vehicle he got was a, a cool mechanical spider. <laughs> um, which is you know which is a low low level thing but it's like a little tiny like spider mech yeah you go wild wild west with it yeah you extremely go <laughs> jim west is ready to make the panties drop or whatever will smith <laughs> says in that song I, I don't actually know uh the, the thing i've never seen wild wild west the um <laughs> but he you have a you have a mechanical spider thing which was super cool and it had uh like jumping capabilities hmm. weirdly enough like the reason why he played that class so much is because it could keep up with my class because every class is so ball slow other than the you know the the wing diver yeah so so we wouldn't have so i wouldn't have to just stand around and wait for him most of the time <laughs> like he had to play something that had a, a fast vehicle right right um uh, but th that was pretty cool mm -hmm. uh you know that they could do that um it also called in a lot of like air raids and uh bomb drops which is very useful on the missions that where you have to uh destroy nests yeah uh, that was really useful nice yeah and not yeah. having to wait for the ai to just do it for you randomly in yes. missions. yeah, yeah. Up. Or not um, randomly. Like some missions are actually about that, and you're just supposed to wait for the thing. Mm -hmm. um, there's no there's no communication about that. But some missions, like you're just waiting for an airdrop. Yeah. Um, but you don't know. Yeah. So um, fencer, I never really messed. I like I didn't mess around with this. This is the one that kind of intrigued me, but the way it felt in my hands was not very good. Yeah. Same. You're, this is supposed to be. This is the one that like once you get used to it, is supposed to be very powerful. Can be like really really fast. Very very useful. Um, but it, and is the closest to, uh, this game really weirdly reminded me of armored core, mm -hmm. um, like, like kind of shitty armored core <laughs> mixed with, uh, uh, dynasty warriors uh -huh. is what it felt like to me. Um, and this, this class and the wing diver, the two, you know, are the wing diver feels like armored core, uh, you know, the, the, uh, for answer, like fast armored core, this feels like old armored core to me. No. Um, you know, you, you are slow, like you have multiple weapons on each hand. You have to balance these loadouts. Um, your kind of mobility things tend to be like secondary fires. Yeah. Uh, for, for your weapon. So there is a way once you know, and there, there are like dodge cancels and stuff you do. And this is, this is where they put all the depth yep. of, of control is into this class. Mm hmm. Yeah, I so. just I wish it was a little bit sprightlier with the way that it moved. I just yeah. uh, like looking at it, I was like, I cannot trudge like this. It it felt to me when I like I, I felt like that too, and I lo I looked online, and you could you can make it more sprightly and fast mm -hmm. um, eventually with with enough grinding. 
Um, <laughs> to me, it felt like the the class that I like a class I am generally interested in games, but not in the game that it's meant for. Right. You know, like the wing diver felt like to me the most thing that matched the speed and kineticism of the game. Mm-hmm. So I felt comfortable about sticking with it. But I am sure that there are charms to the fencer. Yeah. Once you once you understand them. Yeah, and it just especially in terms of being overpowered is is yep. is what I read. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Which you have to do. Like mm-hmm. there, there are even if you're playing this, um, you know, right out of the box on single player, there will be levels that you have to grind to get past because the difficulty. Like I, I did a emoji or not emoji ASCII like illustration of the difficulty of this to Will, which is like a bunch of underscores and then lowercase l's every once in a while <laughs> right which is pretty you know the, the levels are either the easiest thing in the world you don't even have to think about it all or it will take you like four tries right and there's no real ramping between them no no yeah um so each of these classes uh levels up and kind of progresses differently based on based on your pickups especially the armor ones uh yes. the game doesn't communicate what those crates are like the like the med kits that's you know, understandable, like just get those so you don't die, but armor and weapon crates, they don't work like you would expect. They're not like inter, they're not intramission. What am I thinking? They're not intramission advantages. They're intermission advantages. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this is, this was what I thought was the thing that was stopping me from progressing at first Yeah, because they are the, the visual, the communication of these, the kind of like um, cadence of how these appear and is, is as pickups. Yeah. Right. Like they uh, they explode out of enemies. They're next to health pickups, which give you an effect. Uh, pickups that are marked health actually increase your armor. Like mm-hmm. you don't have health as a stat. Right. You have armor as a stat. Um, but it's presented as a, you know, a fraction, a mm-hmm. number over another. So it looks like you have a health meter and an armor meter yep. like you would in, say, like Doom. That <laughs> yeah. is how this visually communicates it using the language of video games for the last 30 years. Uh-huh. You know, so like – Yes, that's not how EDF does it, but I just want to make it, you know, clear that it's not crazy for me to think that these were pickups. Right. Like the the every, all of my video game training, thirty seven years have has bring me, brought me to this. Yeah. Um. So those ones do act that way. The other two don't. And they're both different things. There's nothing to visually tell you that they're they're different things, but one of which is XP essentially, which are mm-hmm. armor pickups. Keep in mind, you have an armor stat in the upper left corner of the screen. Uh huh. But they're, they're unrelated. Right. Like it, it just gives you max armor at, yeah. at a ratio I couldn't quite figure out. Yeah. It's um, like, it's so each class you have to, you know, it determines how many of those you have to pick up to increase your, to increase your max health hmm. is what it is. So like, um, wing divers, that's one of the trade-offs. They have low starting health, but also their health uh, grows very slowly. You have to grab more yeah. of the armor boxes. When you say that there's nothing to differentiate them, red crates are your armor and the green crates are your, uh, Not, oh, what? yeah. No, I didn't mean differentiate them from each other. Oh. I meant differentiate them from uh, in in level pickup versus a a longer scale pickup. Right, right. An enter versus enter. Like they use mm-hmm. the same visual language of a thing you pick up, and it's like, oh, I picked up health that increased my health. Mm-hmm. It would make a lot of sense for this picking up this one that says armor to pick up my uh, increase my armor, and mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense for me to pick up one marked weapon to like reload my weapon or yeah, yeah. So, so do something like that. Yeah. So so you have three things that are presented with equal weight in the world. And one of them is, is, is a benefit for you in the mission. The other two are your experience points that you have yes. to expend effort well, to go scoop up. And the, the weapon ones, I don't even consider experience points. Those are random, random drops. Right. So those are, those are loot. Yeah. Um, and there is, I cannot express like how much I hate that you, how the like weapon loot system in this game works. Right. Like you can get, uh, so when you pick those up, 
as near as I can tell, and you can you can check me if this is incorrect, you get a a, a chance at a random uh, loot that is appropriately leveled based on your difficulty mode and the level you're in. Right. Um, however, uh, it's not like Diablo where it's like, okay, I've picked up three leather vests. I can sell the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, you're likely to get the same ones right? over and over and over and over again. So you're going around picking up every weapon thing, not knowing what they are, mm-hmm. um, just picking them up, hoping that they end up giving you a new, you know, uh, number on the die roll. <laughs> yep. And there are diminishing returns because there is no mitigation for duplicates and there's no like economy to this where duplicates get turned into a resource that you can trade in for something else. That would be a yes. that would be a way to handle this. Right? That's what I mean in Insect Armageddon you you have more control and authorship over what you right. get. I think that game actually it's been a while <laughs> since I played it but I think it does both. I think yeah. you, you can find weapons and you can buy them. Right. So that 1000% should have been a, like when you pick up duplicate weapons should have been some kind of currency, you can buy weapons Mm -hmm. like, or just done something. Because otherwise you were stuck in a situation where you're incentivized to pick up every weapon and you have no idea whether they're going to give you a benefit. You're just pulling an arm on a slot machine. Right. You know, you're literally grinding and it's not even, you know, you're always going to get armor. Mm -hmm. Um, That runs into the Mac, the, the armor maximums. We'll talk about maximums later, (laughs) but like you are incentivized just to, Roomba up everything. Yeah. Um, which was the wing diver, not really that big a problem. As as a fencer, fuck me. Like yeah. that is so slow trying to walk over to these things like over these hills, you know, where you've killed everybody, trying mm-hmm. to roomba these up even just before the mission ends. Yeah. And it's just for a chance that will get lower and lower the more you play mm-hmm. of of getting a new weapon. Like that could be a system set up to stop you from grinding. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you're less likely to get something new feels like something that disincentivized grinding. Yeah. This game not only incentivizes it demands grinding. Yes. Like yeah. it is, it's hostile. Yeah. It doesn't, like, it doesn't just demand grinding. It demands that you replay missions in ascending difficulty order in order to get higher yes. level loot. So when you play something on hard, hardest, or what is it? Inferno. Inferno. That yeah. changes the range of, le- uh, the range of weapons that are going to drop. And you want new weapons because, not only do they do more damage, they have different areas of effect. They have different ranges. They have different uh, rates of fire. Like, it will make a gigantic difference. The correct weapon, if you end up getting it, will carry you and trivialize missions. Well, and not only that, like, not only do you want to get something good, the other issue is that uh, given that these levels are so repetitive, mm-hmm. the joy I was finding in this game was in trying new weapons. Yes. If if between mission four and mission five, the fact that there is no meaningful difference mm-hmm. between those, I had to bring the meaningful difference. Yes. Like if I got a new weapon I could try, I could at least change my verb set, even if it was a tiny, tiny bit. Mm-hmm. And that provided, you know, a, a, a tiny drip, yeah. you know, of, of the variety, you know, not nearly as much, you know, not my eight, eight, Eight ounce glasses of variety I need a day, mm-hmm. but it was a thimble of water to like keep me going. Uh, and then they take that away. Yeah, you know, as a thing. Yeah, like I I hate the system so much. And yeah. they in the last one, which every the fans from the franchise shit on, like mm-hmm. in Insect Arm again, they don't do this. Like they fix right. it. And I and I just that drives me nuts. I don't understand how this is defensible. Yeah, as a thing. And 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 like and so it also runs into like a systemic a systemic problem of like the curve. So if you are just playing everything at normal, the, um, you know, just move mission one normal, mission two normal all the way through, what ends up happening is you don't pick up strong enough weapons to actually deal with what the next, you know, five missions are going to give you, right? Yeah. So you'll reach these difficulty spikes where it's like, well, fuck me, I guess. I need to go back and play on a harder difficulty so I can, you know, 
get a strong enough weapon to deal with whatever's coming up on normal. You know, it, it is it, it's made for you to play through each mission with every class on every difficulty level in kind of a shut. You know, I'm going to play through mission one uh, 20 times because mm-hmm. there are five difficulty things in four different classes. Yeah. Then mission two 20 times like it is. A, I didn't even think about difficulty things when I was saying there were 360 levels. <laughs> there's way, way more than that. There, yeah. There's a, uh, 1,800 we'll just play, uh, levels just, of this. <laughs> just play it all on, uh, play, play it all on Inferno from the beginning, and then you're fine. The, the, it is a, it is a ballsy move to be like <laughs> the correct way to play our game is to play through 1,800 levels <laughs> of this thing, of which about 30% introduce new things. You're right. That is. That is audacious yeah um, well, no, well not 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 even 30 percent because only you know like the, the the things that are introduced are only you know like like it doesn't yeah. introduce new like a mission they introduce <laughs> something new doesn't introduce more stuff when you go at difficulty level up no. so the 30 percent is actually smaller yeah it's like three percent yeah it's incredible like i yeah. don't i don't think there's a game like this <laughs> like, <laughs> well, there I don't, is I don't we played think, it <laughs> like i mean other than this though, i mean okay. I, I don't think there's i don't think there's another franchise that like like dynasty warriors doesn't do that all right you know like like no other game does that yeah that is that that is just so and like it and, feels like i like i I, as, as a gamer, I try not to say this word. It feels insulting, though, to me. Yeah. Like as a thing, a little bit. Like it feels like it doesn't have any regard for for my value. It's just like if we put some goofy songs and then uh, make explosions happen, like that'll be enough. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's and it, I, if it's enough, like I, I, there's no judgment. It's just it's not enough for me. Right. Like as a right. thing, not to, not at this scale, not at the eighteen hundred scale. Yeah. And I, I just I just cannot. In my mind, I cannot wrap my mind around like the life of a person who can just get together a crew of four people or three other people, all of whom are like have enough patience for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you find three other people have this patience, like start a business or a band or a right. family or something, start a cult, like start <laughs> yeah. some kind of group that determine that is dependent on the success of all four of you being in sync because like <laughs> that's just a lot. Yeah. It just you know? like, like it doesn't seem like it was meant to be played. <laughs> it, it, this system is is probably the biggest bummer in the game to me. Oh yeah, without a like doubt. Like this, this is the thing that you know. A lot of other things I really don't like. Like I don't like how crassly repetitive it is. But that is something that I can you know I can still have fun with. Mm-hmm. This system I feels indefensible to me. Yeah, and you know it, it, if you just like I mean people just like filling out checklists. You know like there are people who like a grind and they just want you. Here's a list of a hundred things I have to do, and they're all pretty easy, and I'm just going to do them and then check check them off a list. Yeah, like I get that as an appeal, but can that list just be unlimitedly long? <laughs> like if you if you have that as an appeal, do you really have unlimited appetite for it? Yeah, that's the part I can't understand. Like I understand liking it, I just don't like understand liking it at this scale. Yeah. So the counter argument is, you know, is grinding. Right. You know, the counter argument is like, okay, well, if this bothers you, just read online that this is going to be a roadblock. Go and do the same mission over and over again. But like that is a damning indictment of a system that the best way to cope with the system is to avoid it. Yeah. Right. To find a find an exploit on GameFAQs. Right. Which is what I did. You know, like I just I went I spent about a half an hour doing mission 14, you know, on Inferno difficulty, died a couple of times, but I got weapons that I used just absurdly late in the game until I needed yeah. to grind mission 27. And then that was it. <laughs> yeah. And you, you can't do that if you started in online mode. No. Which like, which we talked about. So the, the reason why I didn't end up playing through all the missions of this game is that when, by the time I figured all of these things out, like all these systems had conspired against me, I couldn't, I didn't have time to start over. 
Right. Like I would have had to start over from scratch uh, from around mission 30, which I had done with Derek. And like, yes, that's like a day's work. Like I could have done it. I didn't want to hate this more than I already kind of was. Yeah. You know, just like repeating an already thing that I think is repetitive in the, in the micro would have been would have like absolutely killed any fun I had with it. Yeah. You know, and I and I didn't didn't want to do that. So instead, what I ultimately did, there's still other aspects of the, you know, the reason why I had to, you know, had the experience I did, but the the reason why I ended up what I ultimately ended up doing was downloading a save file, jumping through a lot of hoops uh, to get that to work, but getting that to work and then revisiting critical missions. Yeah, like I sent and, you I sent you my outline. Um yes. to look over and say like, okay, this this looks fun and new. Yeah. And and that was, you know, it was Fun to do that just because I was always seeing new stuff. And mm-hmm. some of the stuff the game does, like, dole out in tiny, tiny little drips throughout the course of the game are neat. Mm-hmm. Um, the frustrating thing about this weapon drop system is just having access to all the weapons uh, also ruins it. Yep. <laughs> because it was just like all these – these are this is just alphabet soup. Like, is is the, the laser 14 better than the LG laser 14? I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. Like, what do these things do? And just reading through all of those and not getting them wasn't fun either. Mm-hmm. Like, the the system of, like, have it, like, being able to see the thing and then buying it uh-huh. would have felt really cool. Or just having, you know, weapon drops be, like, maybe you get a new weapon. You get, like, three new weapons every level. They can still be random. Mm-hmm. But every time you play a thing, you get three more, you know, until the, that level is absolutely out. Yeah. And then maybe that level is locked out for you or something, mm-hmm. you know, because getting new stuff and having that trickle is still very important. Yeah. You know, it, it just uh, it it was it didn't work this way either. I guess right. is my point. Yeah. Uh, just like because there's such a kind of like low ceiling of player competence in this, like there's only some there's only so far you can grow in getting better at playing EDF. Right. Yes. You know, um, having that ability to make your avatar more powerful, like, you know, is a huge part of like the arc of this game being satisfying to go through, you know? Yeah, that that's that's the game. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess this is the time too to talk about weapon level limits. Yeah. Because uh, that it only comes up in co-op, but it's important. It was a, a another like load-bearing struct in the in the the coffin that I designed, <laughs> uh, you know, that the game designed for me to to lay in, is that uh. So when I when me and Derek we we here's here's the, our story we played through the game we didn't realize that the pickup what the pickups were the game doesn't communicate this to you like maybe it's in a manual mm-hmm. but and I know it's in every other entry the previous entries in the series um, so it, it's just kind of like we know the people who play this who play this EDF have played the last EDF probably mm-hmm. they're gonna know to pick these things up yeah they're gonna know that armor is health but armor is also XP like it's you know they're gonna know our bad use of words um, we weren't picking things up because we thought they were pickups and we didn't need them. We got to a level we couldn't beat. We're like, well, shit, we have, like, weapons. Uh, we're on level, uh, you know, 20 or something like that. We have level three and four weapons. Like, we're, we're, that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. So I went back uh, in single-player uh, online mode. In, I couldn't do Inferno difficulty. I did hard difficulty, and I couldn't do Mission 14, which is the one they tell you to do. Mm-hmm. I, the best I could do is Mission 3. Okay. And, and I grinded that for, for a few hours, you know, for, like, an hour and a half, two hours got some really good weapons, like level 20 weapons. I'm like, cool, like I'm on mission 20. I probably want level 20 weapons. Uh, my plan, I sent Derek an email. I'm like, hey, listen, I know we're having a hard time with this. Let's give this another shot. We'll go into level three at level hard, or at uh, level hard. Um, <laughs> I'll just let you pick up all the weapons and I'll just protect you. Yeah. And you can grind up some weapons and then we'll both be on the same, you know, uh, same scale. And then we'll go up to level 20 and actually continue the game. Right. Um, we tried to do that. When we 
when in a thing, it won't let me use my new weapons. It says weapon level like two, you know, for that. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I looked online and or we looked in the menu. The menu says uh, there's an option to turn off weapon level limits. Okay. Uh, it's grayed out. <laughs> you can't you can't do it. What? Uh, we're like, what? what is this? Um, we went online uh, and apparently you have to complete 70% of the game to unlock that option. And 70% through EDF percentage is uh, all the missions with every class. So it's either completing the entire game with three classes or completing 70% of the game with all four. Oh, my God. Then you have the ability to do this. And I was like, you know, fuck this. You know, like, yeah. and, 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 you know, again, and I'm holding Derek by like a thread. Yeah. Like, this isn't his job. Right. You know, and, and he's he's getting, you know, and uh, I was like, OK, let's just try to play the level that we're on. You know, now from now on, uh, we'll, we'll pick up weapons. Maybe we'll get some better weapons. You know, maybe we can just kind of learn. Mm-hmm. We did. We picked up a couple weapons, but on the level we couldn't get past, the le- the weapon level limit was like six. It wasn't 20, which is what I was expecting. So it's – and we got like level five weapons. Like our weapons were good enough. It was just the fact that the game balances – like one, it's really, really – has a really uneven difficulty curve. But two, it balances for four players. Oh, my God. So we got past a few more we- like levels. We got to like the early 30s and then just had to tap out because we couldn't get past a thing. We couldn't right. like get past this level. Maybe if the entire time we had been collecting weapons and armors, we might have lucked out and got like a, a weapon that would have made it work. Uh huh. Um, but you know that doesn't seem like the case. It just seems like it is broken and unbalanced, and they just want us to do the mission before over and over and over. Oh my god! Like it was balanced for grinding even in in that version. So like, right? Super super frustrating. And uh, and then when I switched to one player to try to just kind of again like eat the oatmeal, um, I couldn't. Uh, it, it was too hard. Even, you know, earlier missions were too hard because it was balanced for four players, like playing right. by myself. I couldn't bring my good weapons because they had weapon limits that were even more, you know, harsh uh, for that. So there's just not like not a way to do it. That weapon limit system is so dumb. That is heinous. It's heinous. Like it is is so frustrating. Like and, and I recognize this is not part of the game, but part of the meta of this is like one, putting my f- friend through this and two, like trying to convince him like, you know, I wasn't like standing for the game, but trying to be like, there's this can't actually be what it is. Yeah. You know, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a way around. <laughs> yeah. This, we, like, we just have to misunderstand. Like we, we just misunderstood. There's something that we're not seeing. Game developers don't do this. No. Like this isn't a thing that happens in games. Yeah. You know, like, you know, games are cool and good. Like it's art, you know, they, they wouldn't do this. Uh, and, and just, uh, having the, the, not embarrassment, but like the feeling of like when you ask somebody to do you a favor and it's all for nothing. Right. Right. So moved it. Like I asked him to help me move. And then when we got there, the house was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like that like yeah it just felt shitty uh-huh you know i like so frustrating so this weapon limit thing is misguided as hell right uh the idea being is that so you can't just go on it's it's so you can't help other players like you can't do multiplayer with somebody and have super overpowered weapons why why would you that know? matter to not? them <laughs> and why not it's an option in a fucking menu like uh-huh. if i don't want that i can turn it off uh-huh you know like you you present it as an option but it's not you make having it as an option like happens so late in the game yeah you know and there there are trainers and cheats like there there you know save files which i end up doing there are also trainers and stuff that will unlock everything in the game max out your armor things like that yeah. nothing that just turns off the weapon limit like all i didn't want to get super powerful right i didn't want to have end game equipment i wanted to have equipment that could get me past the fucking level i was on and play the game at a balanced difficulty yeah 
where I was at, that's not an option. Like you can't actually approach this in ascending difficulty like a video game. Yeah. You either have to break it and get end game equipment so the whole thing is like a literal mindless slog and super easy, or you just can't like it's incredibly difficult and you just end up doing like shuttle runs running in place to get past individual levels. Okay. Yeah. Like there's no middle ground. There's no way to play it like a game. <laughs> So because of, because my anxious mind, you know, just wants my brain to devour itself. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 Because of that, you know, it just like I'm imagining, a, you know, a straw man on my mind that I hate when I do this. And I'm sure people like it. But like, you know, generally like a criticism that I always feel is like, oh, you guys are nitpicking this to death. This is like systemic stuff. That, that's how I that's how I feel about like, it. Like this is this is not. Like, we're not picking nits. Like, I'm not walking up to, you know, I'm not walking up to a piece of art and, like, just saying, like, oh, my gosh, there's a speck of dust on this. How dare you? Like, this is in the bones. Yeah, yeah. This, this is bad systems. Yeah. Like, extremely bad systems that I feel like, you know, if if you've already bought into the game, it doesn't matter because it is, you know, explodey and, and tons of big ants. Mm-hmm. And, like, that makes me sound – again, that sounds – I sound dismissive and condescending with that. I like exploding and, and dumb ants. Like, yeah. when this was actually working for the curve for the first, like, 10 levels or so, I was having a lot of fun. You know, I'm not immune to that fun. I wa- The reason why I'm so frustrated is because I wanted that fun to continue. Yeah. And the systems put up walls to stop that fun from continuing. Yeah, and it's ridiculous that none of – as far as I can tell, none of that is there in single player or local co-op. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if local co-op does it to you. I think that could be. I, just, thing, like, I, I, I say that because just because of the way the the, the interface separates the two, like yeah. there, like there is online, comma, and then you know single player or local co-op. Well, and and somebody who is on our Slack and somebody who is a big fan of this game who has been very patient with my grousing, uh, VG <laughs> Robot, uh, who is their friend, who was like when I was complaining about the system, like he did tweet me and say like, please tell me you're playing split screen co-op. You know, because apparently, right. like, it maybe doesn't have that problem. Right. You know, but it, it, it wasn't. No. So. I, I, it's it's 2018. I figured I would be able to play this online with people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. No, that's that sucks. That, that that That's galling. Yeah. I I am uh, – I I'm, I'm, was very – so it, it's also, I hope, for people who are, like, big fans of this, like, it, I'm not coming off as crazy. Like that is that was the experience I had, and it was really negative. Yeah. Like I got very mad, and no amount of like cute songs were going to like get past that feeling of like this game just asking me to do the same thing over and over, and maybe maybe get past it. Yeah. And every way of getting around that not being a thing. It's not a short game. No. Like it's not like the the I put uh like nine hours in mm-hmm. in the in the the version I had done. Yeah. Uh, and this included like grinding on my own and stuff, but it's not like it's a short game. Yeah. So, you know, the the idea of not even counting the doing the 70 percent, like it's not like it was trivial to, you know, to, to like we weren't that far into the game. No. If we had just kind of pushed through. So, yeah. uh, I mean, like for for, for me, you know, just like in, in terms of this not being a short game, like like my play clock on Steam is 24 hours. Yeah. Like, you know, which, which is a long time for something with this few tricks. Yes. To show, I think, you know, yeah. even even as it is. So. Anywho, um, that level limit thing is the other system I hate with the weapon drops <laughs> so much. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, let's continue. Sorry to sorry to sidetrack us. No, that's not a sidetrack. That that like that like that is you know especially if somebody's listening to this and like oh like I've heard rumblings about about EDF like the, the, do not this way walk. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the very least, like, don't think this is a thing that you and one of your buddies can play and have fun unless you are really willing to grind. Right. Like, it, some people have that. Was, like, some, pe- some, some people, some people have that. And, and part of the issue was I wanted to see new stuff, which, uh-huh. like, the game, you know, to its credit, like, does try to beat that out of you by not showing you new stuff time and time <laughs> again. But I, I, I don't work that way. Like, I did want to, you know, maybe to some, you know, maybe, and again, I don't want this to sound like a judgment, but, like, maybe to some, doing the same level over and over is not that different from the play experience of EDF yeah. because not doing the same level over and over is pretty similar yeah. to this. To for, me, that's incredibly damning. For 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 some people, cilantro tastes like soap. Yeah, that, 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 could, that could literally be it. Yeah. So... <sighs> Yeah, so all of this, like, you know, is, you know, we, we, we cannot get away from, you know, outside of these systemic things, like the, like the moment to moment is just incredibly simple. Like I said, it's got the depth of a parking lot puddle, you know, yeah. pretty much all the missions, except for the ones that are timed are pretty much destroy all the enemies on the map. Um, mm-hmm. frustratingly, uh, for me, like this is mitigated by being a wing diver, but I can't imagine being a fencer, like God help you if you missed a bug back there. You know, because he was because he was running in a tight circle around an overpass, you know, <laughs> like, well, I'm just going to level this city so I can find the one bug that'll give me the da 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 da. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, su- super, super simple. Um, just kind of wading into to bugs and exploring them every once in a while when it would up the difficulty mm-hmm. um our strategy had to change yeah um when that was at its best it was kind of like guerrilla tactics when it was at its worst it was timed missions where it was just like both of us be wing divers and just run away no yeah. for a whole mission which you can always do right um so there there are ways that they kind of play with the formula a tiny tiny bit through difficulty spikes yes um but it's it's very few and very few very few uh far between yeah um the other thing is finding you know sometimes you can kind of do a weapon as we mentioned to to kind of match the the foes mm-hmm. you're gonna have um there aren't that many foes you know though so like this is this is a thing right mm-hmm. so like if you have an ant like as the wing diver i favored explosive weapons because there were big piles of ants and i wanted to blow up a lot of them at once yeah um however if an ant grabs you if you use an explosive weapon it'll hurt you you're dead yeah. Yep. So you, you want like a, a pulse rifle or something like that. So there's sometimes it's like if I'm fighting a lot of ants, it might be good to have a pulse rifle on deck. So if it bites me, mm-hmm. you know, I can fight. But it's not like there aren't very many different enemy types. Yeah. So yeah. just, you know, and at least with the, the character class I played, like there weren't that many different types of weapons. Mm-hmm. Like they're like sniper rifles, lasers, pulse rifles and explosive kind of like rocket launchers, essentially. Yeah. You know, um, so. Mixing and matching those gives a little bit of strategy to it, mm-hmm. but not a whole lot. Yeah, it's it's, it's just a taste. I, I wanted a little bit more of that, but, like, you add too much of that, this becomes a, a, a different thing, right? Yes. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> we alluded to this. There are 89 missions, but probably around, like, 10 different maps, you know? Yeah. Like, over over three biomes. Yeah. Like, there's kind of, like, a foresty, beachy, or, like, four four biomes. There's, like, a mountain, foresty area a foresty beachy area, an underground area, and then like an omnipresent city Yeah, that will sometimes have some different features, but they don't make a meaningful difference to play or even really aesthetics. Yeah. It's like city comma residential city comma downtown city comma burnt out city comma port. Yeah. And they, they, they don't, uh, they don't feel like different cities Mm -hmm. really. You know, they feel like different parts of the same city to me. Yes. <laughs> One thing that's ridiculous, you hear the radio chatter, they're like, Oh my god, in Germany they're dealing with gigantic octopuses and it's like, Oh my god, what? Let me play that game. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, 
Please, please send me like that. That would be the version of this that like EDF World Tour uh-huh. is a cool idea where it's maybe I don't know ten levels of insects and then ten levels of sea creatures and ten levels of yeah. you know something else like just pump up that variety and that would be pretty cool. And then yeah. the 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 cities would look different too. Like mm-hmm. Germany looks different than Japan, you know. So like that would have been really cool. Yeah, like like make it the it's a small world version of these cities. Like it can be stereotypical as all fuck, but it could, it would be different. You know, like Rampage World Tour. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're joking offline, like just wanting to play a game with somebody who really enjoys this game. Like, okay, can I send you a screenshot and have you guess what, which mission this is from? Yeah. Like, which I, I don't think people could do. Like, if you were a big fan of this game, I just sent you a random screenshot. Can you tell me what level it is? Yeah. Be like that, uh, that, that browser game that gives you a random, like, Google Street View. GeoGuessr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That game's really fun, actually. I like that a lot. Like, like you end up doing like, oh, like what side of the road are they driving on? Like, yeah, what are, like, you know, that's, like that's what really language fun. is the sign in? Yeah, yeah, that's super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about let's. We, we, there's been a lot of vitriol. Let's talk about a fun thing. A little yes. bit more about this aesthetic and goofiness. Yeah. Of it. Um, the uh, so the, the it's really corny. Um, the biggest thing is the song you know, that they play and the chant. So if you, if you say EDF or anyone says EDF or just kind of random intervals, all the soldiers will chant EDF, which is really cute. It's like saying, yep. (laughs) It's it's very young. Um, (laughs) There is a a song sung to the, the tune of the battle hymn of the the Republic, Mm -hmm. which is so fucking dorky and full of awkward (laughs) rhymes, Um, you know, stretch like, like tons of like stretch syllables and stuff. (laughs) It feels like somebody put a gun to my head and forced somebody to improvise. Uh Uh-huh. Something to that tune, like, yep. but they just went with it, and I, I love that about it. Yeah, you yeah. have uh, so that's really really fun. Something that I don't know if uh, probably the most fun I had in this game, or the the the, the most joy I took was um, you have a very elaborate emote mm-hmm. system, <laughs> um, and there's it's like different ways to say hello. Well, there's tons of different ways to say hello, but there's a scream and yell uh-huh. subheading, and then in the menu you can map uh, those onto your quick things. So I changed all of my emotes to like yarg ah like just different grunts <laughs> yeah and derek and i spam them pretty much continuously like <laughs> as we were running around and sometimes the people around you will respond with the same emoji that you do oh fantastic so, like, going into battle and going like Urk! and then having a bunch of soldiers go rock was very funny to me yeah uh so that that's great. That, that was really cute. That, that system is ridiculous because, like, who is what you just described is the only use case where I could see it actually being of utility, right? Yeah. Like, oh, the, 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 that is the only time. Like, that's the only way anybody would use this. Who's who's using those emojis in the middle of this game? Yeah. <laughs> like that that's that's like a, a an MMO kind of thing where like maybe you have a moment, mm-hmm. you know, where you can you can stop and 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 do something, but this moves too quick and is too dangerous to like. Mm-hmm stop and do the emoji for maybe next time let me have the health pickup <laughs> right you know i, I guess in, unless you put it on you know on your quick quick thing mm-hmm. so yeah no that that, that that stuff is fun i mostly did that accidentally you know just mm-hmm. for me because it's it's mapped to like you press in the left stick which to me means you know either sprint or dog you know yeah or you, you know just you, you, you hit that accidentally um yep. <laughs> yeah i don't I like the like the aesthetic of this it, it it is beloved and that you know that that, that is totally like i can see it like i i love cheesy over the top stuff delivered completely earnestly you know like mm-hmm. the like the, the 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 overall effect is one of being tongue-in-cheek but like no individual performance reads to me as like winking at the camera. ironic yeah. yeah there's no there's no irony yeah like in in these performances and that's really fun yeah way into that yeah 
it doesn't go very far, but like it is something that is notable and that is a part of the game's reputation that you cannot go without remarking upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we alluded to the series publishing history uh, kind of earlier in the episode. Uh, it's kind of neat. Like I, I like the ethic behind this, at least where it came from, you know, the idea that the original game monster attack, which is part of this effort by this publisher to put out budget games. Like mm-hmm. It was released in Japan for PS2. I like the idea of making something and saying, yes, this is going to be a B game, and we're going to put it out for a lower price. Like, there should be room for that kind of variance, you know, in the in the market, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and that is a starting point I actually really like. Yes. Too. Like, some, some of that that uh, that ethos gave us, um, like, Katamari, mm-hmm. you know, is, is kind of that idea, too. Like, that is a starting point I really like. I just feel like this needed to evolve. Yes. You know, which which is a final summation thing, but like I I want to put myself on board as liking this as an a basic idea and liking you know I would have dug that PS2 game mm-hmm. probably yeah um, EDF when EDS 2017 came to America uh, in 2007 it also had a budget price yeah and it was kind of dated like it looked kind of old graphics and old production values you know and and it pushed for this kind of thing um, similar to you know mentioned Katamari also similar to like Deadly Premonition yep uh, Darkstone. Yep, Darkstone. Oh yeah, I have a lot of affection for Darkstone. Yeah, um, things like that. Um, the sequel, this game is fifty dollars, <laughs> and it, it's it's fifty dollars in twenty eighteen. It came out in twenty fifteen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So this is no longer a budget title, even though it is not appreciably better. Right. In very many ways, or yeah. even different. So that is a bummer. Yes. Um. Yep. So a sequel is already out in Japan. Uh, it is a reboot of the series, which is ridiculous mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, please, please, please keep rebooting this. Like, how how Spider-Man get his powers? That's the one thing I don't know, actually, about <laughs> these Spider-Man movies. Like, is there there's something about it, like an uncle or a cousin's brother or something? I don't know. But Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to get that in, like, three years, and it'll be incredibly dated. Uh, yeah. Releases a full-price title for whatever the PlayStation 5 is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also, there's actually a couple spinoffs. There's one of them uh, called Earth Defense Force Iron Rain that you mm-hmm. mentioned here. There's announced in 2017 that's coming out, uh, being that's going to take a more serious, less campy tone, which that's, that's what? not what you should be thinking. <laughs> Way to go, guys. The, the most interesting thing I saw in, and it's just, this is just on Wikipedia for the series, was a tactics spinoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting to me. Yeah. You know, like that also feels like it wouldn't capitalize on the strengths of this quite as much, but a beam, like this theming in mm-hmm. a tactics game is pretty interesting to me. Yeah. Like, you know, future future soldiers versus giant bugs tactics sounds cool. Yes. So uh, I don't think that came to America, but I am curious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah. early games also have been re-released on P, uh, PSP, I think, or on Vita. Yeah, 2017, uh, I think, is on the Vita. That actually uh, sounds interesting to me. Like, I want to look look for that to go on sale, um, mm-hmm. you know, just because, you know, th- like a throwaway thing to play a couple of missions of. Yeah. 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 I just, I just uh, that, again, this is fast-forwarding, you know, an hour and a half into final summations but it's hard for me to imagine uh wanting that and wanting this version of it mm-hmm. like if i want you know i would even i mean i'd play like uh band of the hawk or whatever like i would play a dynasty's warrior games before this probably if i needed something mindless oh absolutely like this yeah. like they're just and something um i want to give a shout out to a game i've been trying to get on the show for a while like just through polls and i, I still would like to, to revisit and put on at some point mm-hmm. if you like this kind of big destructible dumbness like mercenaries for PS2 is a really fun game that mm-hmm. lets you blow up buildings in a super fun, destructible way. Yeah. I'm um, sitting with like red fraction gorilla. Yeah. Which is getting a, like an updated re-release, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's a, that's a fun game. It would be a cool waft too. Like yeah. there are, um, there are other games that do this big explodiness 
that this game does as well. Yeah. So I'm not trying to say that like, hey, hey, fools, like like that game instead. I'm just trying to say if you like this game and like that part of it, yeah. you might like these other games are a little bit deeper that also do this the scale. Right. Like, but like, like the like <laughs> these are games that share the good thing in common. You know. Yes. Uh, about, yep. about this. Yeah. Um, we didn't really talk about that in the generalities, but the blowing up buildings is really great. Uh-huh. And there, there's a key, uh, you know how sometimes you'll play a game where you're like, boy, fall damage would ruin this. Um, <laughs> having a consequence for blowing up buildings would ruin this game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and they don't do that. They mm-hmm. understand what they, you know, this game for all of its faults, which I think are damning and many, mm-hmm. it knows what it is. Yeah. And the, uh, it knows that having an idea of collateral damage um, or even just having missions like where you have to save civilians yeah would ruin it like anything that acknowledged the value of human life would ruin this game <laughs> it's um, it's ridiculous that you just you just see like the, the they have civilians they're in some of the maps you see them on your on your radar or whatever but like there is no consequence if anything happens to them the the, the main consequence for civilians is one of them walking in front of your rocket launcher and you blowing yourself up because a civilian <laughs> got in your way that is the worst thing a civilian and best thing that's the only thing a civilian can do that actually interact interfaces with you yeah so um <laughs> let's uh let's get into it Yes. So the structure of this episode, like there are 89 missions in here. And rather than say, okay, mission one, you do X and mission two, you do Y. Um, I've kind of broken the game down into rough chapters, like for the different arcs of the stuff that happens in the game, calling out notable missions when they happen. The other mm-hmm. way to do this, like, you know, like a, a, a rote expression of this, it would be a little bit like describing every random encounter in a JRPG. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah, the other way that we could have structured this would just be to talk about mission types. Yes, like describe the plot and then be like, some of these missions are in tunnels, some of these are waiting things out. Um, that doesn't give us quite as much opportunity to talk about new enemies, right? Um, is this so? I think this is a good structure for it. But just know that uh, we're going to be moving very quickly through a game that like does not you you <laughs> does not like you. We might cover five missions in a sentence. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, with loading screens and radio chatter and weapon loadouts and all the things that a mission entails, uh, there's just not enough to talk about to get more than a sentence. Right. So, if we skip over your favorite mission, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yep. yeah, that's just, that's just the, 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 the way it has to be. Uh, it yes. was, was kind of damning. So, when I sat down to take notes of this, I made an outline with all the mission names so I could just fill them out as I went through. The number of missions that just had no note on them that I had to get rid of is as much of a testament to what this game is about yeah, as there, anything. There are missions where, like, it is, you can't remember what happens. Right. Like, it is extremely Teflon. Yeah. And it's just like, um, oh, it's not worth writing down what happens. It's more like, yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is in 2017, or in 2017, a race of aliens called the Ravagers, as we mentioned, unleashed these giant, this giant insect army on planet Earth. And the nations of the Earth assembled the EDF uh, and fought back the invasion. Uh, there are quiet years since. And the EDF remained uh, active, kind of developing its technology and methods, even though everyone was pretty sure the Ravagers were gone for good. Yes. And by 2025, uh, it was clear that the threat wasn't gone. It was just dormant. Uh, what made that clear was a swarm of giant insects has emerged beneath the city, and EDF is mobilized for a rematch against the Ravagers. Yes. 
Yep. Um, so the opening missions, uh, and these are subtitles like Cole came up with, <laughs> yes. which I'll, I'll read. Just uh, it's it's worth uh, it's worth you know th- these are good. I'm not making fun of these, but just so you know, these aren't part of the game. Right. Um, so missions one through three: uh, the sleeping giant (parentheses insect). Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, the ants are back. Like, we were kind of plopped into a city where ants are attacking. Yeah. Very slight, very easy mission. Um, you know, these the, these opening missions are fight, about fighting these giant gray ants. Most of the enemy types have a couple of different versions that, mm-hmm. you know, as, as a new color is introduced, you know they're going to be faster, more aggressive, uh, more bullet spongy, etc. Yes. Um, yeah. But really, this is just about, like figuring out where that red dot on your on your radar is at and then like okay well it's up there on that building just crawling in a circle cool yeah <laughs> he's just having, having himself a day yeah <laughs> a little guy up there can't, can't just let him live unfortunately yeah. um this is where the greatest concentration of civilians are like those tend to dry up yeah like the city's evacuated yeah yeah, so there, there are people around. Um, these are fun. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is fun to uh, destroy these guys. You're just using your basic weapons. So they tend to be, uh, you know, at least kind of like more machine gunny yeah. and less explodey. Um, so just mowing down insects. Yeah. Something that's remarkable is that, you know, when you're running around with a squad, they do have chatter that is appropriate to the mission or the context. So, like, mm-hmm. in these early missions, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're back. I thought the training was for nothing. You know, things like that. Just, like, people on the street that you can barely hear. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, a, a huge mark against this game: no subtitles. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I noticed that you you said that this was a podcast game for you, and I was thinking about that in terms of like trying to take notes on it, just because what little story there is. Like sometimes the only bit of story you're going to get is like a two line radio conversation, uh-huh. you know, and like having to listen for that while also listening to a podcast sounds stressful to me. No, uh, I just <laughs> there's so little to pay attention to in the play no. that I was fine splitting yeah. my attention between the I, radio chatter and this. It's a it, if they had subtitles, it would be easier. Yes, you know, and th- there being so little to pay attention to in the play, like when I um back in my old apartment when I had my recumbent bike, uh-huh. and I was on a uh, a thing where I would like, okay, I need to to exercise, um, but I I find exercise difficult and boring, so I need to, and I would use my recumbent bike and play the Binding of Isaac. And like one Isaac run would be about 30, 40 minutes. It was about how much biking I wanted to do. Um, and I would listen to a podcast at the same time. Yeah. Uh, this felt like I could listen to a podcast, like play this, but also would need to be playing another video game. I could vacuum while I played this game and listen yeah. to a podcast. <laughs> like I wanted to play Simon with my feet. Like I did something else to occupy my brain. Um, Which so, is, is not inherently damning for the, you know, a, a little bit. Right. Yeah. It's not inherently damning for a game that doesn't have 90 levels. Right. That's 24 hours long. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. But these, these first ones are good. Um, they eventually, these ants uh, gain the ability to kind of spit acid. Mm-hmm. And the the big story thing is we learn that the ants have evolved um, these seven years, even though your weapons have gotten better. And uh, we've developed the wing divers. Um, when the wing divers are introduced, it is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot of just like, they're the, you know. They're the perfect counter to insects. They can fly and the insects can't. Uh, and they, they, people say that enough to be very conspicuous uh, foreshadowing. Um, you know, they're, they're the winged angels of the battlefield. You know, you, people are, are saying through the radio chatter. There are a couple of characters. Um, I, the scientist is very funny to me uh-huh. because he's, it's like he's a robot like stuck on a loop of just saying they're giant insects for – do you know um, do you know the band the avalanches oh yeah that, <laughs> that, that boy needs therapy song? Yeah, yeah exactly that's exactly what i what i was referring to <laughs> like that is what what the scientist is in this the the, 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 that boy like, needs therapy the, the giant i'm insects. gonna kill you the, boy, the, the giant insects that boy needs therapy the giant insects <laughs> that boy needs therapy like 
it's a, it's an avalanche's song writ conscious yes <laughs> yep uh you have the general too who's really and i mean like he, he's he's hammy but not too not too uh uh special uh and then the uh the the, the woman handler yes. who is just kind of like your logistical support uh she has an arc, like her, like her, vo- her voice acting, I think is the most involved. She starts out really stoic, but as things go on, she gets more and more ragged, mm, <laughs> just yeah. more and more exhausted by the constant the inundation. Yeah. Getting, getting more and more tired as they record all the VO in a day. <laughs> yeah. And they just made her repeat the same lines over and over and yeah. over and over. Oh, geez. <laughs> but yes, it is, it is ridiculous. Yeah, like they, they, they build up the wing divers and the first, the first mission where they introduce them in the section that I call here comes spiders. Um, <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're caught in spider webs in the middle of the city. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, rest... their counter. Yeah. <laughs> so, which, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, like, like I think that's cute and funny. Yeah. Um, the way the spider webs work is like, you can get caught in them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can shoot them. There's no feedback when you're damaging a spider web, which is it, one of the ways the feedback drives me nuts. Except it gets like floppier and floppier. Well, eventually, but yeah. it's, it's very, um, it's like in chunks. Yeah. It yeah. gets floppier. Like there's nothing to show impact is doing damage. It just, after you've done enough damage, then it gets floppier. Yeah. Um, there are tool tips between levels that sometimes will tell you things that the, the game doesn't tell you. Yeah. It's possible. That's the thing that explained my XP pickup thing too, but yeah. I just didn't see it. Um, so the, uh, you have to kind of shoot down these webs and kill these spiders. Um, yeah. These are bad, really bad levels to farm for because the only way drops happen is when you kill enemies. And these yeah. spider levels tend not to have very many spiders. Right. Uh, these are the, they, they call them the Retiari. Um, mm-hmm. And they are the kind of uh, Brightstone Cove, Seldora, chitinous, shiny spiders that make me uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, and also when Bo- you both shoot both kinds of spiders, and this make me uncomfortable. Yeah, the, the little jumpy guys do. The, too. The, the furry jumpy ones, I was I was okay with. Uh, the hornets make me the most uncomfortable. I don't yeah, want to say I'm like scared of them or phobic, but it's like Ugh, that's a little bit too detailed for me. Yeah, they're they're gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the retiari they make this high pitched screaming sound when you shoot them. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you need to kill the spiders and, you know, shoot the, shoot the webs down. Uh, any spider enemy will also like hit you with these web beams to slow you down and pull you in. Yes. And your well, well, these ones will do that. Late, later spider ones hit you with webs that just do damage. Yes. Like it's kind of weird. Like you'll still have a web trailing off you, but it doesn't draw you in. It's just, you have a web trailing off you and that indicates that you once took damage. Yeah. It's like arrows and dark souls. Yeah. So. Um, and the fact that there's a new monster is unacceptable to the scientist. Progress faster than science is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've been outstripped. Um, you, you, you fought these things before. There were spiders in the last one. <laughs> um, so eventually you have to actually go down into the tunnels uh, here. And it, we should we should do our, our tight tight couple on tunnel missions. <laughs> They're so uh, hilariously they, broken. They they are. Yeah, they don't work. No. As a thing. The, like, the they, AI doesn't understand that things can be between them. Yes. And the enemies. Like, the AI didn't get programmed to, to the wall level of, <laughs> of, of things. Like there's no pathfinding or anything. So right. the AI just kind of will, and sometimes they will walk, but most, like a lot of times they will just shoot in the direction of enemies regardless of what's between them. Yeah. So you'll have like, you'll walk by a soldier who's just like, you know, I'm, ki- you know, the, eat this, you giant insect. You were about to and say I'm like, King shit of fuck mountain, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> that would be a very funny idea for a game that had this aesthetic, but everyone was just like cursed and, and did that all the time too. Yeah. Really, like, they're fucking giant insects. <laughs> they're, 
it's a goddamn hornet. Like, uh, <laughs> but they're, they're just like unloading on a wall. Yeah. And you just walk by and you're like, how are you doing? You know, <laughs> like, what up, buddy? And then you say EDF and they go EDF. And they're well, like, okay. And mine, they were just chanting EDF while they shot, while they just unloaded their clips into the wall anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they say it a lot. Like, it was a very the, funny the sol- scene. <laughs> the soldiers in this are very hilarious idiots. Yeah. Like, it's very, very cute, good, good, dumb boys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, these tunnel missions are also incredibly dark. Um, so if it is a mission where you're trying to kill everything, which is 99% of them, if you miss one of these ants because he happens to be high up, your mini map is really just a radar. It'll just show you that an an enemy is over there. You may have just like missed an entrance that doesn't show you like uh, a map of the cave system, which is like that, that lack of detail isn't a problem in the overland. It's just, you know, underground where it's a maze. It ends up being just like, well, fuck, I'm lost. Just, so, yeah, just tedious. Like I have yeah. to walk back and, and fight a guy. And the reason why you miss that ant is because the <clears throat> ant is running in circles. Yes. Then, cause the, cause the AI. So these things that sound like we're just complaining about polish, it's not just like a polish thing that would be nice if they had it. Like some of these right, things right. actually do have an impact. Yes. I am um, not complaining about the AI shooting the walls. That was fucking hilarious. No, no, that, that, that's funny. Like that's <laughs> that's a good good broken thing. Yes. But the enemy AI actually does make it less tense and more frustrating. Yeah. Um, this also introduces when you get back up to the street. Like we have the furry spiders. Um, they look like uh, there's like a, a CGI spider that because I have all these animal feeds on my Facebook uh-huh. thing as I mentioned. Um, there's a guy who made a CGI spider named Lucas. You run into that Lucas character? <laughs> no. I hate him. <laughs> it is it is a cute little like furry spider and he's like I'm an animator and I made this spider to Oh, I've seen him. Show, it's, it's like 80% I is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's you know and to show that spiders aren't actually scary and like fine. You know like I, I guess that is a fine goal. I don't want to see a CGI spider on my animal feed. I want to see fucking I want to see a, we'll see a possums. train. I want to see possums. I want to see a train pull up in England and a, a guy with one of those Beefeater hats shepherd out like 70 geese and then close the train and the train keeps going like right, and with right. no context. Like yeah. that is what I'm living for. I don't want to see this CGI thing. Yeah. And that's what these things look like mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. I, I, um, I want to go to a place for spiders. I want my spider rooms to be clearly labeled. Yes. Yeah. So I can I can not go in there and not rent apartments that have one. <laughs> um, so these these things are, are a real pain. Yeah. Um. Actually, like uh, these guys ended up being responsible for any of my early deaths. Yes. Um. The, they just kind of jump around. They shoot those webs that just hurt you. Yeah. Uh, but they're just huge swarms and they're fairly tanky. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and if they surround you, like the like those webs will attach and do damage. Like it'll yeah. it'll take you down. It's it's yep. one it's one of the most effective ranged attacks outside of the drones in the early game. Yes. But yeah. Yep. You know. They're like the, the, there's a fleet approaching, uh, but the EDF moon cannon won't work. So like you're going to have to fight them, which is you know what gets us to this next section: drones and hectors. We'll find out what a hector is. It is almost yeah. as misguided as making the villain of your game Harvey. Yeah, Harveys and hectors. That's a, <laughs> that's the theme month for this uh, <laughs> things. So yeah, <laughs> we're introduced to the mothership. The yep. sky-filling spherical vessel arrives at the beach biome, releasing a bunch of drones. And these laser boys are tough. Yeah, yeah. These drones look really neat. They look like um, they're like svelte, um, you know, agile little ships. Mm-hmm. They kind of fly around. They just swarm. Again, they, they're pretty much just sky bugs. Like, they don't act like they have an intelligence behind them. No. <laughs> it, it, it's hilarious how they'll, like, pass you. It's just, like, it's very clear, like, their entire script is... Okay, there's there's an EDF soldier. Let's just get as close to it and circle around it. 
Yeah, Never sometimes mind. shooting, sometimes yeah. not, you know. Um, but you just you just kind of blast these out of the sky. Um, if they do decide to shoot you, they can hurt you. Yeah, you know, in in a in a fairly serious way. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, what the Ravagers came back because they were waiting for that that cycle for the insects to come back and overtake Earth. Yes. Um, but, but they didn't. They didn't count on us developing wing divers. Yeah. Yep. The the angels of the sky. Yeah. Um, they also, so they also introduce these kind of disc shaped drop ships that come and let loose streams of bugs. Um, you get missions to take these things down. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how you do this not as a wing diver. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't know how you keep up with them. Yeah. Exa- that's exactly it. Like when me and Derek were playing, like I was just kind of, we were trying to divide tasks and this was admittedly pretty fun. Like I was like, okay, you keep, you, you can fight the ground, keep ground forces off me. Mm-hmm you know, as best you can. And I'm going to fly up and put bombs into the, the bottom of this thing. Cause they're only vulnerable when they open up their hatch. Right. Um, as far as I can tell, like maybe you do less damage to them if you, but I was hitting them when they open up their hatch. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I couldn't keep up with them when, with any other class. Right. I think the, like one of the ideas is that as, as a ranger, your rocket launcher effectively has infinite range. Mm. Uh, so the, you know, the idea being like, you don't have to be right underneath it for it to work. You just have have to have enough of an angle that you just unload whenever it opens. Well, it's hard, it's hard to get that angle because the doors open outwards. Yes. So it kind of forms like a shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the game, like one of the things about the weapons in this game, and this is a good thing is that there's a wide variety. You know, we mentioned those, those four basic different types, but there's also within that there are hit scan and projectile mm-hmm. types generally. And, uh, projectile types, like you do, it's pretty tricky. Like these things are moving. You have to lead your shot and doing that over a very long distance is really tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that not saying that's a bad thing. Like I actually had fun with these missions, but yeah. it is a, uh, I don't know how I would do this. I was just trying to play the solo as a ranger. Yeah. Um, so, or for, or as, a, as, a, as a air fence or, you know, or what have you, air yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, for any of these bigger enemies, like what they often do, uh, by, you know, by way of int- introducing them is they will give you a mission where you're not, where you're not expected to take them out like something else will, or you just have to, you know, uh, survive for a certain amount of time. And then eventually it'll give you the ability to take them out and then they will become, uh, kind of a regular feature in later missions. I think that that, yeah. that general arc of like introducing it, letting you observe it and then, and then making your responsibility to deal with them. I think that is, that is some good design. I think that's good design too. I think it needs to communicate it. Yes. Like I spent a lot of time, wasted a lot of time trying to kill enemies. I wasn't supposed to kill. Yeah. Um, it would be good if, you know, the, the game does a thing where it's kind of training you to ignore radio chatter. Yeah. You know, throughout. And like the only way you know what you're supposed to do is every once in a while, if it hints in the radio chatter and that doesn't always happen near the top of the mission that can happen you know, after I've spent a lot of time just yeah. emptying bullets and because of the lack of feedback when you shoot something, yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to be killing it or not. Yeah, I until they say, our, our weapons aren't doing anything to them. It's hopeless. Yeah. Retreat. And, and even then, sometimes they say that and then somebody <laughs> else will say, you know, this weapon has to work or like maybe a laser cannon. And that could just yeah. be incidental chatter from a soldier, but it's still an information overload Yeah, that is poor communication to the player. Yeah. So... Uh, like we alluded to, eventually you figure out, hey, we can destroy them by shooting them when their hatches are open and they drop their payload. It's hilarious because they just drop like a straight up stream of, of, yeah, of, of, of perfectly spaced out, like dit, 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 dit. <laughs> yep. like the, the, the ant equivalent of a T-pose uh-huh. just falling down, yep. you know, they don't tumble and over end or anything. They fall perfectly on their feet. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. They don't move. There's no such thing as air. It creates a localized vacuum underneath it. Yeah. They're perfectly still as they fall. Very funny. <laughs> 
mission 14 is the big farming one preventing landfall uh yep. this is where they introduce the hectares which are kind of like iron giants a little bit yeah they're, they're uh, big goofy they... walking mechs and they, these things are, are pleasantly goofy no like when you hit them with a rocket launcher they like <laughs> they reel stumble. on their feet and yeah. stumble and stuff and that's pretty fun um they don't fuck around though no um, they have a. Uh, they either they have two different weapons, um, either like kind of a Gatlin plasma cannon thing mm-hmm. that will, can still knock you pretty easily, or they can shoot plasma burst, and those will knock you across the map. Yeah. Um, th- those will really, really hurt you. So you, it's really hard to fuck around with them. Yeah. Uh, in single player, this is the one that you're supposed to farm. The uh, In single player, uh, the EDF forces you have with you can solo this mission. Yes. Essentially. So um, that's why you're supposed to farm it is you just get away from all the, uh, the drones and you just wait for the the enemy to defeat it. But if you're playing a multiplayer, your forces are fairly useless. Right. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. This is the one that I was like, okay, I'll play this for a half hour. And then I got level 20. I think like I got like a level 45 laser cannon. <laughs> out yeah. of this. Um, and that was enough to carry me through for a very long time. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, but this is also, I think it was the first mission I took a note of where an air raid is a, like a huge assist. Uh, as like another wave of hectares comes in from the sea, it's actually kind of cool. Like looking at like the like the big line of giant mechs walking in, uh, kind of in a row, it has like a little bit of a neon genesis Evangelion effect to it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as you're doing this, the the handlers talk about uh, you know elsewhere in the country, this quadru quadrupedal fortress is ravaging a residential area, and nobody yep. quite knows how to deal with it. Yep. So we move on to the the next kind of section, these tunnel eruptions and the quadrupedal fortress. Um, This starts out with just kind of uh, bugs flaying the streets through these tunnel entrances. And we're introduced to that as kind of a gauntlet, you know, destroy the monster spawner. Yeah. Things. These things are terrible at feedback of knowing when you're about to kill them. They um, when Derek did this, he was playing as the airstriker or what have you. And he called in an airstrike on them. And we thought the airstrike didn't hurt them. Oh, God. Because there's no visual indication like – in Gauntlet, you know, fucking 1984 is Gauntlet. When you hit one of these things, it has like, three, you know, one of the monster nests has three little skulls on it. And mm-hmm. then when you hit it enough, it switches to two skulls and then one skull and then it disappears. Yeah. There's no visual indication that you've done damage to these nests. Um, I find that extremely frustrating. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a game from, from that long ago figured that out and this one doesn't. So we eventually figured it, you know, okay, we can kill this, but mm-hmm. it it's not, you know, you can't really understate how frustrating it is that there is a switch up admissions between things where you are supposed to be able to kill the thing and you're not supposed to be able to kill the thing mm-hmm. and if you don't have feedback when you're doing damage you can't tell which type of mission you're in yeah um so i ended up finding these like once we got it it was fun but i ended up finding them very frustrating up until that point absolutely yeah yeah so, the, the, the only the only feedback you get is when you do enough damage it will like erupt and you know dissolve yeah, when you when you've done it, when you yeah. killed it, you get the feedback. <laughs> Up until that point, it is you know it's it's what TV tropes calls critical existence failure. Right. You know. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So the Air Force is talking about there's there's a thing I think there's a line in this one where it says the Air Force has honor too. Uh, <laughs> Derek, Derek picked up on that and kept laughing at it because uh, they've come up with a weapon called the Grindbuster, <laughs> which doesn't uh, do which a goddamn like thing. Yeah, um, and that is not enough. They, they try to use it on this quadrupedal fortress that shows up. Yeah, which is like a it's like a big robot dog that that runs around birthing new things out of its chest. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, and this is the mission. I think that you don't. You just have to wait long enough. I don't think you have to kill this thing. So this is where me and Derek both just played as wing divers and escaped. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You're, you're you're just cleaning up the hectares after it drops them. And... We we didn't clean up shit. We just <laughs> ran away. So. 
<laughs> but we had to because it was a huge difficulty spike yeah in well, multiplayer hectors don't fuck around especially like when you can't count on them coming from a single direction yeah, you know, the, like this when mission starts you with them surrounding you. Yeah, like coming in, and the the gigantic thing is coming toward you. So yeah, no, my like my my first step was just as a wing diver, I'm gonna just giddy up on out and then get them all to start yep. running at me from a single direction. Yep, yep. So then at the very least, your splash damage does something. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, around this time, you start heading to the to the mountain biome to the countryside. Mm-hmm. Uh. These are almost always, like, they come out of nowhere and they don't fit into the arc. So no. I'm glossing over a bunch of these because just like, well, what if you shot a bug and uh, and some grass? Okay. Yeah. There's always, like, three cabins, identical <laughs> cabins, like, parked, you know, near each other. Yep. Like, just, like, three neighbors, you know, having fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also love that there's, like, no access road to them. <laughs> so yeah. Just no. cabins dotting the countryside. Um, That's an epic. That's dumb. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's still just, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. sense of place is a thing, mm-hmm. you know, ha- having a place feel believable is a thing. That's something that you can, you can want from a game, from a game. Yeah. Um, so these long range artillery hectors show up, um, at the coast, they have those laser mortars, which you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, some come from behind in the mountains, um, more walking fortresses show up and these are surrounded by new enemies introduced called shield bearers. Um, they, uh, they have a uh, kind of one way, they don't have any weapons, but they have big shield domes that are one way. Right. Um, so you can shoot out of them, but not into them. Mm-hmm. So you have to have melee units get in there, destroy the shield bearers, uh, and then you can destroy the hectors within, the sweet, sweet turtle treasures within. <laughs> right. Um, I love that the shield bearers have two levels of shield. Like they have the big one that they project to protect things around them. Uh, but when they panic, they constrict that to just be that. So yeah. like, you, like you get inside, you start taking, taking some shots, and then it closes closes the shield and exposes everything around it to protect itself. That's cool. Yep. Yep, I think that's cool too. Yeah, the, like the, the, these are always a welcome complication to the combat. Yep, um, and this is a thing where they start. Uh, you know, the very very long arc it's trying to tell is that uh, EDF is out of its league, right? Uh, here, and one of the ways is that they're sending an airstrike against these things. They don't believe that they can't get through the shields, mm-hmm. and you're in those areas. You're in the melee, so they'll <laughs> yeah. say you do get a warning, like get out of melee range, you yeah. know, for these things. But they keep doing it. They keep dropping uh, airstrikes. Yeah. On these things, despite the fact that it's doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, and then the scientist can be surprised that nothing happens. <laughs> Even as a wing diver, it was very difficult to get out of the fire zones for some of these. Yeah. It, it was it was quite frustrating. I died more than I felt like I ought to have. Yeah, to friendly fire. No good. Um, this takes us to the section that I have labeled Tunnel Snakes, uh, which is missions 20 through 26. And then 30 AKA through Tunnel 32. Insects. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yep. Tunnel Giant Insects. Uh, mm-hmm. Because even the spiders are called giant insects. I don't want to be a parody of myself by calling attention to that, but it irritated me every time. I feel like you can just say bugs. Yeah, bugs. You know, like, but like I, I, will, I will consider a spider a bug. Yes. You know, like shit. I mean, I, I think like chipmunks are kind of bugs. You, you, you <laughs> All of, of these are different kinds of bugs. Yeah, everything smaller than a softball is a bug. Yeah. You know. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, just like any four-legged creature is a horse. Yeah. Yeah. Or a doggo. What right. doggo is this? Yeah, that's actually a seal. <laughs> that dog, that 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 dog, that doggo is ours. <laughs> that dog needs therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so it, it's split up because it's it's weird. I don't need, I don't need to justify myself. We're gonna do some stuff out of order. Um, red ants are flooding into the mountains, and it's time for us to head back into the tunnels to stop the invasions at their source. 
Red ants are the most bullet spongy of the ants, and that mm. matters because ants are the enemy that the game feels like it can throw carpets of at you. Yeah. And it's like the least interesting way to make an enemy, you know, more complicated. Right. Is just having to sustain fire on it for longer. Yeah. They do a better yeah. job of that with the drones and making them behave and shoot appreciably differently. Well, they add weapons, yes. you know, new weapons to them. And you could have done that with the ants. I'm not saying I wanted that. What <laughs> I really wanted here is another bug. Like, make these cockroaches or something. Like, yeah. there's more than three insects, fucking developer. Like, I don't know. Like, I the enemy variety, this is a round when the enemy variety started bumming me out. Like, the first palette swap. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's what we're going to be dealing with. And the, the DLC introduces, I think, like, four different types of new ants. Oh, fun. Uh, of different colors that just, you know, have more hit points and are more, do more damage. Mm. So that that's lazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you, the uh, story mission 22, this is, um, you're kind of like a medius race, like you're in the tunnels. Yeah. And you've been uh, ambushed and bugs come at you from all around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all these caves around you. So that's like, that's kind of new. Like you yeah. made your way into the tunnels. You're trapped down there. It's kind of like a trap or what have you. And you, you stay in the middle and fight them off with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. you know, instead of you hunting them down, they all actually all come to you. That's kind of new. Yeah. I would, I would appreciate more of that. Not mm-hmm. more of this exact same thing repeated over over and over again, but you know, like that that isn't a huge deviation from what they've done before. But it's enough. Yeah. It's enough to make it yeah. remarkable, right? Yeah, twenty two missions in. Yeah. yeah. Um, the um, uh, so yeah, just tons tons of uh, of uh, the the Crimson Tide here yes. that you have it as uh, yeah of ants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is enough to stop it. Mission twenty seven is another popular twenty seven or twenty six. I forget is another popular grinding mission just because it throws so many ants at you and everything you kill has a has potential to drop something. This is a, it's called crimson. Yep. Um, this is the mission that I thought was visually impressive when you see them crest over the hills. Yeah. 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 Um, this is uh there's another three part mission that comes later where you're in tunnels and um, that we're going to talk about. That's actually missions 30 through 32. This is out of order, but that's fine. Uh, it's kind of weird that we leave the tunnels and go back. <laughs> right. You know, um, this makes me more sense to kind of continue the tunnel mission and fight the queen. Yes. Um, it's a three-part mission that ultimately ends with you killing the ant queen. This is one of the ones – so this is around when me and Derek couldn't get past mm-hmm. the thing. I ended up visiting this on my save file. I really wanted to fight the queen, and I thought that was cool. You can't see anything. Nope. <laughs> um, something, something that we, we didn't really talk about um, in the generalities but ends up making actually a really big difference is that corpses stay on the screen. Yeah. Um, usually I like that. You know, I like seeing the, the evidence of what you've done. Yeah. I think that's a cool thing. Well, it also becomes a tactical consideration. Like if you are shooting a, a, a wall of advancing uh, ants, like your your bullets might hit ants you've already killed. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is, which is okay. You know, that, that's fine. Sometimes I would end up using a rocket launcher and blowing myself up because of this and it ended up being a little bit more right, right. frustrating to me. But here it gets in the way of, uh, like the visual aspect, like what should be a cool big boss fight against a gigantic ant mm-hmm. is instead just me unloading on a big wall of writhing kind of nonsense. Yeah. The same way I've been doing this whole game. My memory of this is like, um, like a slideshow where everything was dark littered with ants and then it's just lit up by my muzzle fire yep i'm making it sound cooler than it actually is i'm making yeah, it sound like that cool apartment scene from saw cinematic. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no I, I i do not intend for that to be a compliment yeah 
So th- this is actually very frustrating to me. The idea of killing one of the queens, like it's a boss fight. Mm-hmm. It's a new monster. I was into that. It doesn't look cool yeah, uh, to me or any cooler than anything else. Like, yes, it's still cool to fire unload into a big pile of ants. <laughs> I've just been doing that a lot. Why don't you kids want to eat my Sundays? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, so uh, here comes like the the big you know we're coming to the big twist. Yes, here I guess, and the the thing that this game introduces that's kind of newish. Right, yep. in the section that I've called escalate to kaiju, uh, mm-hmm. because during a routine dropship mission, you know, you're just going around clearing up bugs that are being dropped. A Godzilla lookalike called the Erginus arrives. Erginus, erogenous, something like that. This erogenous, this sexy, sexy lizard. A gigantic erogenous zone. Yeah. Ooh. Um, It arrives, and weapons don't do any damage to it. Like, this mission ultimately ends up, like, you're waiting for him to get bored and leave. Yeah. You actually do that a lot, too. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, And this this thing looks looks fine. You know, like, I I think that this is – Godzilla is actually a little bit less imaginative than these giant ants. Yes. And one big thing is less cool looking to me than, like – the other admittedly big things, but like 40 of them. Yeah. Like when this switches into kaiju mode, it really loses me. Yeah. Um, I don't think these look cool. And even when you eventually fight this, the way that you, you fight it, that look like doesn't do scale in the way that I think is as impressive or unique to this game. hundred percent. As, as me being a little guy fighting a thousand big things, being just two big things fighting, like the fact that it, it kind of, uh, we match, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's very similar to like an actual Godzilla thing. Like we might as well just be two big guys in suits yeah. on a set. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, there's nothing to compare it to. There's nothing to compare the scale to. So everything it ends up being equal more than big. I signed up for a hundred duck size horses. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So so other, other people like get super jazzed by kaiju in general. I understand that. It's just yeah. that's not me. And also, I think that's not particularly special about this game. Yeah, like, like, I, like, I can do that in other video games. <laughs> weirdly enough, or as much as we say, oh, scale works in this. It's not the, like, that, that's not it. Like, what I want is destroy all monsters, you know? Well, and, and, and the, when I, the scale that works for me is numbers. Exactly, yeah, like, that's what more, I mean. Like, yeah. more than size. It's like, it, it's, it, it, is a, it is a failure of the word that we, that we use to describe both of these kind of similar things in games. Like, yes. the word that we have for that is scale, you know? Imagine um, if Katamari... Uh, you just started at the biggest size, <laughs> right? Where you were just like rolling up continents. Would yeah. that be cool without the parts where you were small? Yeah, like not really. You know, <laughs> that's what this—that's what all the kaiju shit feels like in this game to yeah. me. It, it just—it's—it's it's a failure of our critical language that we use the same word to describe the monsters in Shadow of the Colossus and the number of zombies in Dead Rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um. We're also introduced to red drones here. I forget if these are the red ones. There are so many drones that are just uh, uh, added. Mm-hmm. They're just faster and more durable. The ones later actually end up like being a little bit tougher to fight because they lay down sheets of laser fire, but I do not think these are it. No, no, no. That comes later. Yeah. Uh, but they figure heavily into Mission 29 Brute Force, which is like, it's it's almost like a stunt mission. They're like, okay, well, this is going to be the biggest one yet. Uh, the mission descriptions end up being a little bit like Mythbusters. This is the biggest thing we've ever done. This is actually mm. true. Like, there are more enemies here than you could actually, like, feasibly kill. So, like, they just give you a big flat field and say, hey, look at how many enemies we can put in front of you. We're just going to, like, thin these out with air raids. And then you're going to clean up the the, the mess. Right? Yep. Yep, yep. Um, in Mission 3, we actually have this direct fight against the, the mothership. 
which has something called the genocide beam. Cool. Which it seems like not super sensitive to me. <laughs> it's a yeah. real thing that happens, folks. Yeah. Um, it shoots in a circle around the entire map, and you can't really avoid it. No, no. Um, yeah, this, this ended up finding, uh, you know, because I had a save that had every weapon. I was not super hard. I had max armor mm-hmm. or what have you. But, like, I could imagine this being super difficult. Yes. Um, very difficult to avoid. What it felt like is if the game decided that you were going to die, you were going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> in Mission 36, the unthinkable happens. Uh, you have mm-hmm. gray ants, but they developed wings. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, who would have thought that insects could fly? Yeah, <laughs> the, um, these insects fly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, it's something else. Yeah, um, you know, and the, like I find flying ants unnerving in real life too. Yes, you know uh, that seems unfair <laughs> uh, to, to, to me. So, like I, I'm, I'm into that. Um, you know, but again, you know, the gameplay's the same. Mission uh, thirty-seven, uh, starship. Um, you're taking down the mothership once and for all. Um, so this is a, a multi-phase fight. That involves kind of knocking off these weak points yeah. off of its arm, which opens them up to fire, and then you take out the core and these different panels. This is cool. I like this quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. This is this has uh the scale and bigness. Again, you're at the normal, you know, human size scale mm-hmm. for this. So this does feel like taking down something. You know, this this has the feeling kind of of like the best armored core uh mother base. Yeah. 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 The 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 walking fortresses or whatever they were. Yeah. 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 Um, this whole arc ends with a mission we alluded to with the, with the people in suits fighting, uh, Erginus is, well, no, no, this, that's not the end. That comes later. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. No, you that's... find Erginus sleeping in the middle of a city. Yeah. <laughs> He's just trying I, to chill I'm kind for of like on Erginus' side in yeah. all this. Like, he seemed pretty good. I mean, he yeah. seems like a sweet, good boy. <laughs> but, but, like, that's not just baggage from Godzilla, understanding that he's misunderstood and a hero for us all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, yeah. I just wanted to be left alone. Like, come on, there has to be some kind of, like, accord here. And and I just like that, like, you know, he, his initial attack is he just gets sleepy and goes home. <laughs> yeah, I think that's very cute. I, like, I can relate to that. I really can. Yeah, yeah I, I get, sometimes I get up and I'm going to go do something. And then I, like, I've walked to a bar and walked, like, two blocks towards it and then turned around and gone back home. <laughs> yep. You know, I've done it at Real Air Guinness <laughs> uh, before, so I get it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but co- Command has concluded logically that the only way to take down this giant uh, this giant lizard is to find something with equal mass to it and ram into it. Yes. <laughs> well, so we need to we need to bring our own walking fortress. Yeah. Um, introducing us to missions 40 through 47. Yeah. Um, here comes the Earth Eaters. Uh, it's not a routine mission. Uh, where you're just kind of clearing out some ants and spiders, uh, flying hornets appear. <laughs> These things uh, move too quickly uh-huh. uh, and creepily, and they shoot out their stingers, which do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, you know, these and, the, and the, we're going to get the, the, the dragons soon, um, I find to be, like, probably the most annoying common enemy in the game. Like, yeah. These are hard to deal with. I yeah. I, I do not like being harried by these things. Um, you know, and, and when I say, like, hard to deal with, it is generally, like, just doing it, you know, getting through it and shooting them is the hard part. Like, one of the ways that my experience with this game is compromised is that downloading that super save meant that the missions that I could kind of tell intellectually that something was supposed to be hard, but I didn't actually find it that hard mm-hmm. because I was overpowered. Right. You yeah. know, so. Um, I was I was still overpowered, but not quite as overpowered as you were. The thing that's frustrating about flying enemies in this, uh, it's pronounced more with the uh, with the hornets than with the drones, is that it's another axis for you to be surrounded on. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's like a, a lot of the game, you know, when you're dealing with groundbound enemies is keeping all of them to one side, making sure you don't get surrounded. There's nothing stopping that with these blind yeah. enemies, you know, uh, except for like being a wing diver, just, you know, about. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, you're on a mountain mission and command starts freaking out because these large triangular, large triangular panels start forming a Dyson sphere in the sky. Um, these are the most, I think like, mm, like arcane enemies. Like they, they, they always talk about them. Like they're a huge threat. I don't actually understand what they're supposed to be doing. They're called the earth eaters and they just kind of like pummel the ground with beams, but mm-hmm. it's very easy to avoid them as a threat. They just kind of become set dressing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, until they started dropping these new mechs, yes, uh, back in the city, which are these uh, these tripod enemies called D-Roys. <laughs> <laughs> Hector D-Roy, <laughs> medical D-Roy. examiner. I'm a dealer. Um, the, uh, so, and these are like tripod, like three legged enemies. They're really huge. They're way bigger, but they they're definitely the same design aesthetic yeah. as Hector. Yeah, um, they can walk over buildings. I love these um, things. These are yeah. so good. They're, they're super cool looking. Yeah. Um, you know, and taking them down is satisfying. You know, initially. Mm-hmm. They're they're the only enemy that shows up as more than a dot on the um on the on the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, it looks like you just uh, you've got a little game of balls 3D playing out in the upper right hand corner of your screen <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah like these guys uh a new kind of dropship arrives uh these are uh actually like a little bit easier to take out than the disc ones because they kind of rotate and open up a little bit like a bop it um <clears> and you can shoot them from more angles they just have more uh more hp they have like these gigantic cruisers uh we're introduced to something here uh the fact that once you take out the first batch more of them warp in I love the scientists dialogue in this. Like, Oh, that's how they've maintained their, that's how they've maintained their, their supply lines for this. He says, it actually makes perfect sense, which is just, just the writer (laughs) talking directly to me. Don't think about this. It makes sense. Go back to sleep. Yeah. Go go back to sleep. AKA playing this video game. (laughs) The, um, um, so they brought, they brought new Hector's. Uh, new Hector, same as the old Hector. Uh, these are big blue Hectors, and they have Gatling guns. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's also another variant that has this giant energy shield. You can attack from the side. Yeah. So they are kind of mixing it up uh, yeah. a little bit more than they usually do. This is over the course of seven missions. I don't want it to sound like there's too much innovation right. in one section, but this is, they are doing some new things during yeah. this stretch. Yeah. It is continuing at a workman-like pace to introduce new stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, time to time to take out our good boy. <laughs> yep, our good boy. Over the take, course of ten missions. Yeah, over the course of yep eleven missions. Yeah, from forty eight to fifty nine. Death blow to our Guinness. Um, yep. <laughs> we have a little side trip up to the mountains. I normally wouldn't comment on this, but it puts the Retiari, the chitina spiders, with the webs mm-hmm. in a different context. Like the mm-hmm. they they have arranged the uh, their webs almost in this horizontal canopy, which mm-hmm. I could see it being you know weird for a ground-based person but as a wing as a wing diver it actually made the it made the mission appreciably different for me yeah yeah i can see that um so these new uh a new fortress has arrived the new quadrupedal fortress has arrived in the city um you have to keep them in check while the city evacuates and this is another timeout mission like you just have to survive long enough right for everyone to get out um and then it's time to kill Erginus. <laughs> and this is another big kind of gameplay twist uh i know like fans of the series love this about this uh edf drops the balam walking fortress mm-hmm. balam garden yep yep <laughs> uh which is a mecca uh yeah. and you get it into it and again it just turns into two big things punching each other 
Yeah. Uh, if you if you're jazzed by that theming, like that's how this is going to work for you. And mm-hmm. I don't. There's no judgment. Like there's equally you know uh, uh, shallow stuff that I am way way into. Yeah. Like if you know if this had been instead of a Godzilla, if this had been a Cthuloid or something like that, or something from you know uh, uh, the stars, like uh-huh. an elder thing, like I would be exactly as jazzed. I'm yeah. just over. I'm pretty over kaiju, and this is definitely the year where I'm learning. Like I don't give a shit about giant robots. Like I'm pretty done with giant robots as a fiction trope. Yeah. You know, I just, I just don't, uh, I just don't think it's cool anymore. It's been played out a lot mm-hmm. to me. Um, so this, this didn't really work for me, but I can understand it working for, for others. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's part of the pastiche. Like I can, I can see yeah. it as being like, Oh yeah. Like this is another way they can go with this, with this aesthetic. Right. It, I mean, it, it kind of is, even though the, the giant ants attacking the desert B movie thing is pretty different than a kaiju movie. Yes. You know, like those are those are two different types of uh, of B movie, um, and they kind of mash them together. Like mm-hmm. them is very different, yeah, than, than Godzilla. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of mashing two B, B movies together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the the cool thing about this, the thing that that stops it from just being two dudes in a suit is the fact that there are giant insects in this. Like ants mm-hmm. will overtake the suit and start doing damage, like drawing the health down. My Balam ended up being destroyed. I was like, well, fuck, I need to restart the mission. I was like, well, let me just see if I can do this. I actually ended up, like, taking out Air Guinness on foot, which yeah, felt Yeah, which ends up being kind of a Toro kind of mission. Yeah. Thing. Like, you end up having to uh, let it charge it, you know, come at you, and then you get out of the way and do some damage. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I couldn't see doing that as anything but a wing diver. Yeah, yeah, that would be miserable. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, for sure. There, there's also a sideshow here. There's a mission with king spiders that pop up. They're unnerving mm-hmm. because they're very big, but they don't seem that much dangerous. That much more dangerous than their regular size kin. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. We move on to missions 60 through 68, Reign of Fire. Um, you know, another kind of starts off, a lot of times these have uh, an establishing mission that I think is not really necessary. Right. Like, does that does that make sense? Like, everything is just like, oh, you're just on a routine bug hunt. Like, none of this should be routine. Right. <laughs> you know, too much of this is routine already, but just like a lot of things are just on a routine, just killing some normal bugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing that happens here when you're just killing these bugs is uh, dragons show up. <laughs> yep, that's um, right. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> just, just dragons like dragonflies? Nope. Um, I wish they'd had dragonflies earlier. Dragonflies move in a really, really weird way. Kind uh, of hang the, in the sky. The, the, the two of like, them kind of like stuck together. Yeah, yeah. Like dragonflies would have been a cool thing to introduce earlier if this game was only about bugs. But uh-huh. now they're actually, you know, straight up King Arthur fucking dragons. Yeah. Uh, and drakes that fly around. Um, these things uh, are really good at surrounding you and are very difficult. Yes. Um, they fly around. They cling to buildings. They breathe fire. Real nasty. Can you think about how intolerable it would be if there was like, oh, you're caught on fire and you're like panicking and, you know, it's kind of like incapacity as you're putting yourself out. Like if there was that kind of animation. Oh, yeah. 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 Like you got stunned. (laughs) Yeah. You you kind of do that when you get blown up and you get knocked across the map. Like wing divers can recover from that at the cost of energy, but other players just kind of have to wait till they get up. Yeah. Like, I'm saying, oh, I guess I guess this is a quirk that I want to I should have mentioned earlier. I want to mention another way that multiplayer is kind of frustratingly balanced against the player is you can uh, resurrect. You know, if your teammate falls, you can pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes half your health every time you do it. Holy shit. 
So like there is still a finite amount of health on the map. So if you're in a very, very hard mission, um, you have to kill enemies to get health pickups. There aren't just health pickups on the ground. If somebody goes down, that's essentially, you know, there's, there's, you have to take out guys to get that health back. Hmm. And in that time you're waiting, uh, guys cluster together. Yeah. Making even if you manage to take one of them out, uh, they're going to be guarded really well. Like some of the missions that are just like tons of hectares rolling through a crew mm-hmm. end up being exceedingly difficult because of that. Right. Like uh, during the time I would take to resurrect Derek and the reason why Derek was falling more than I was because he wasn't a wing diver. So he fell because he's slow mm-hmm. meant I w- we'd both be at half health trying to kill one guy and then possibly dive <laughs> in and get a little bit of health, which right. I could sometimes do as a wing diver. He could never do right. on foot. Um, just, a, I, I wish I'd mentioned that in the earlier multiplayer stuff, but no, no, it that's... pops up a lot. Uh, you know, it, you know, it, it was a concern. Yeah. Especially if it's balanced for your, for yeah. you being able to do that. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, dragons. dragons. Uh, also, you know, head out to the mountains. Uh, there is a, a gigantic hornet's nest, um, which I think is, you know, hornet's nests are gross and scary in real life mm-hmm. as well. Uh, this is cool. And they're also red hornets. Yes. Which are just uh, tougher versions. Yeah. We're eventually going to destroy this thing, which makes me happy because I cannot suffer it to live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like every hornet's nest in the world needs Ugh. to go. Yeah. Like I understand that's not actually the case, but these are based on those uh, those Japanese giant hornets as well. I hate it. I hate ones it so the size much. of your hands. I like, God. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the shit's fucked up, man. Yeah. The hair on the back of my neck is standing up. Yeah. Those things, those things are incredible. Like they're just footage of them just crawling around in somebody's uh, hand. Uh, they and like so if they, slow. If they, if they squeezed it, it squeezed it, it'd be like holding a can of Coke. You know? Stop like, it. Just you're so mean. You're, you're torturing you make a me. Steak out I will fucking mute. I will mute you. <laughs> I'm going to mail you another box of scorpions. I don't think the first one arrived. <laughs> yeah. Scorpions would have been another cool bug to put in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just every time, I, you know, it's not like they're, you know, I can think of a lot of different bugs. Um, I'm barely educated. I can think of a lot of bugs. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, just through living. Yeah. Scorpion, and they would have had a different kind of gameplay thing, mm-hmm. you know? So, anywho. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so the Quadruped Fortress has reached the city. It's time to take it out. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we've been kind of dancing around it. Uh, surprise, surprise. You do this by shooting its open hatch. It took us 65 missions to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the idiot squad we have leading us. Like, yeah. You know. It's a flying insect. It's a robot dog. Yeah, we, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, uh, this is somewhat complicated by the fact that you have to be underneath it and it's got these little spherical turrets all around. So like you are directly in the blast zone between all of these. You're going to mm-hmm. get caught up in the crossfire unless you shoot the turrets to deal with it. It's actually kind of a neat encounter. Yep. Uh, in Mission 67, uh, Battle of the Giants, uh, a bunch of Urgenists <laughs> showed up. There's not just one Urgenist. There's a bunch of them. It's their friends and family. They, they like, should, they showed <laughs> up for a potluck. Plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's family reunion time. Yeah. They're all sharing anytime minutes yeah. um, in an abandoned part of the city. Mm-hmm. But luckily, we brought an army of Balams. Yeah. Uh, so it's a bunch of mechs versus a bunch of Virginus and a kind of a battle royale. Yeah. Like you're supporting them on foot. I like this quite a bit. Like that's a way to make the scale of this work. Mm-hmm. Have, have, have a bunch of these and have a bunch of equal size things. Like that is far more successful than you being in the giant robot. Yeah. I Eventually the, you get one dropped in for you. Yeah. But. Yeah. I understand the giant robot is a power fantasy, but like it is more interesting to be on the sidelines of this and also supporting the Balams as the, uh, as they get overrun by ants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that, 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 this actually is really clever. Yeah. You know, like, take take out the, the small fries. But mm-hmm. you have to be careful because you can get stepped on. You can get, you know, you're still in a very dangerous situation. Yeah. 
<laughs> the boss of this yeah. is a red air Guinness, which, you know, if we're following the pattern, you yeah. know, stronger, uh, you know, you just end up soaking a lot of damage. You have to take it out or you can take it out with your, uh, the, the bow and the drop in for you. Uh, this one evolved on, on earth, unlike the others. And the scientists, I dare say it's the pinnacle of evolution. Well, actually, like macrofauna, they, 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 like, there's a reason that's not around. Like, yeah. Uh, do I need to tell you the, 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 the squared and cube law of like surface area and stuff? Like, this thing is a dead end at best. Come on, man. Yeah. You're a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not a good scientist. We, we figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, missions, uh, 69 through 76, uh, the big guns here. New D-Roys have shown up. Yep. What up, what up, bros? <laughs> uh, bigger, uh, they'll attempt to stab you with their legs, more or less from, like, across the map, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty intense. Yeah. Like that quite a bit. Um, the, uh, can I, I – just we talked about this before, but I just want to make sure it's known. Uh-huh. So, like, in this in aggregate makes this feel like it's well-paced. Yes. <laughs> like, talking about it, like, I just want those numbers we're saying at the beginning of these things are really meaningful. Each of those is – 10 to 15 minutes of gameplay right so the section that should be a development in the story that you know could be uh oh like this is a this is like a a half hour like one mission Mm -hmm. is in fact like you know an hour and a half or two hours of many missions all with loading screens and loadouts and all that jazz like yeah this is not a well-paced game it's exceedingly slow paced we are just hitting the highlights in between these things there's a lot of non-content yeah Yeah. again like like jrpg rules apply yes where like these moments these bullet points that we're hitting like those are those are blocks with a lot of empty space between them by assembling this into the into an outline to talk about on the show i've run a string through them and kind of like pulled them together into a solid and into a solid block of 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 incident right because it because it sounds very coherent yeah the way we're way we're, we're treating it like it's like oh okay like this is a series of escalating threats and like mm-hmm. technically it is it's it's like um when you take those songs and you slow them down four thousand percent oh yeah you know it feels like that a little bit like it, it yes it's still a song and yes there's still melodic movement it just takes so long to get between these points that we're talking yeah. about so I just want to make sure people who have not played this game understand that lest they think like, oh, this is really awesome. They're, every mission they're introducing a new giant robot. And like, <laughs> you know, the stakes keep getting worse and humanity's on the ropes. It's like that's not how this feels. Yeah. It, like, it, that it, is not the game that this is. It, it, if I tried to accurately portray what the moment to moment of this game was like in the notes and the structure of the episode, it would be intolerable. We'd be here all day. Yes. Like it would just be uh, – and at some point I would just get quiet. <laughs> you know, because I just to let you just keep, just let you do it. Like you'd monologue it, and then just so like, in this one we, uh, so we move yeah. on, and we. Uh, so apparently, there are more. Some ants have attacked another mountain down. So you know, like, ooh, really eventful mission with a bridge. We're gonna blow the yeah. bridge. We don't see the bridge yeah. blow up, but we just need to clear the bugs off of it. Yeah, this one has a, a public square. Yeah, you know, like there's just the, the the. This is not moving as fast as we're moving. So, no, no. and I don't say that to like get in a dig. I say that just to be a more accurate representation of this. Cause I know a lot of people listen to the show for vicarious game playing. Yes. You know? um, so. Something also worth, worth noting is like, yeah, I, for my own reference here, I put in the headers, like what the, like, like what missions these span. So like the first one, it's like, oh, missions one through three, missions four through nine, yeah, 10 through yeah, 14. Yeah. And the spans, you notice they're like, they're getting progressively longer until this last one is like 77 to 89. So like yeah. 12 missions of like, it's, yeah, it's roughly the same movement. It slows way, 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 way down. Yeah. You know, it, it is, uh, it feels extremely padded. And again, I know I'm being this again, but just to give this weight, 
you're expected to do this with every class. Yes. So this entire arc we're talking about to unlock, like, the ability to use any weapons you want, multiplayer, things like that, like, you, they want you to get 70% mm-hmm. of the game. So uh, I, I, I would keep... run out of things to talk about with the person I played this game with. Yeah, like, I would know that person better than I've known anyone yeah. else in my life. No, I could like... create a Westworld copy of them. Like, <laughs> it, <laughs> like, 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 credits would roll on the final class and the final difficulty, and we would be, like, an embittered married couple. We would have yeah. nothing left to talk about. How can we still be friends? Yeah. You know, unless, unless we, like, again, both of us synchronized our Netflixes and watched a show or something at the same time, like, we would have to be engaging. So not only would we have to be, like, both playing the game, talking to each other, listening to podcasts, playing Simon with our feet, but we'd also have to be watching, you know, vacuuming, and then also watching, like, Breaking Bad again yeah. during the entire time. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's way, way, way slower than where we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, so a battlecruiser has come, come descended into the city. Mm-hmm. New kind of enemy, kind of you know, it's it's yep. a boss. This is this is interesting in texture because the battle cruiser actually transforms, mm-hmm. which is neat. Uh, it turns into a bipedal robot, um, and it calls in swarms of drones to help it out, like clearing the distance to get up to the sky and do damage to them. Even as a wing uh, a wing diver, ends up being difficult because of these drones just swarming you. Like I had yeah. to bump this down to easy to get through. Yeah, and the drone the dr- drones are no joke anyway. Yeah, you know as we mentioned, and 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 that enemy actually scales really well in difficulty. Because mm-hmm. as they get tougher, they don't even have to be. I think this might be where they start introducing the new types of drones. Yeah, the ones that fire um, the sheets. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, those those are no joke. Um, however, like, and this is so schizophrenic, too, because, like, you know, we, we did that mission skip thing. So here, like, we fought that thing. However, now is when your commanders decide, like, actually, the flying insects are a problem. Yeah. So now it's time to go take out the nests. Like, there's not just, like, a flying insect arc. No. You know, they're, they, they're jumping around, which, again, sounds like something that would be a balm for pacing, but it's really not. No. Um, so. It was very disjointed, very fractured. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd rather, like, deal with these, you know, deal with one problem at a time. Right. Well, that's, and that's what you would do, it feels like. Like, we wouldn't, like, we just saw those giant hornets, that big hornet's nest in the mountain. We said, like, let that terrorize the country while we go do some other stuff. <laughs> right. And eventually we'll go back and kill that nest. Like, and maybe maybe the effect that they are trying to present is that there are just so many threats that you're going around spinning plates. But, like, nah. It's very weird that you're doing it. Yeah. Because you, near the end of the game, the kind of, like, uh, I was going to say emotional arc, and that's not the right word, but, like, the there is a, a grandizement arc in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, this idea that like all hope is lost and you are the only person who solves it. Like the player kicked ass. Like there yeah. is a player empowerment, player uh, love kind of element to this. Um, at the same time though, that exists. Like we know there's EDF everywhere. Yeah. You know, EDF is a I mean, thing. Like it is, it is a global army. What if this was like uh, armored core where like, you know, they, they would have those like a beginning mission and an end mission, but the missions in between were up to you. Uh-huh. So instead, you have 90 missions total. Uh, the the opening arc and the ending arc is the same. And in between, you choose, like, do you want to go take care of the hornets? Do you want to deal with the robot threats? Do you want to deal with the kaiju? You know, that would be very – I think that's a great idea when, when, I, when I solving the pacing of this. Gary, when I when I was, like, looking at this game ahead of time trying to, like, figure out, okay, here's, here's roughly how long I'm going to play. Here's how many missions I want to do in a day. Like, I thought that's what it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be 89 missions – one after the Sequentially, other. Sequentially, I had no yeah. idea. And and people like in the Slack when you're talking about it, somebody was like, oh, like, you know, you guys, like, I'm not going to do all the missions. Like somebody was talking about doing it. Like you're not going to do all the missions. And I thought like a bunch of the missions would be side things. I did not expect it to just be level after level. Right, right. The way it is. Like that was that was the first in the uh, the, the rumblings of me, uh, you know, <laughs> having to sell this to Derek. 
Right. Because I, I sold it to him. I was just like, yeah, we're just not going to do everything. We're just going to do enough to like get the story. You know, but we're not going to do a bunch of side stuff. It would without realize, realizing that the side stuff is doing the same thing with another class. I feel like I need to send Derek a, like just the network needs to send Derek an edible arrangement. I <laughs> can you get his address? I'm going to send him an edible arrangement. I, I I would I would I would be off that. I I bought him um a copy of of uh, of this yeah. just for with my own money just because he was helping me out. And I wanted to play this with other people. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so he got that, but also like, you know, he, he put in a lot of work. Yeah. So the, the final, this is a, a final summation for the month, but out of the games we played by far, the one Derek liked the most was a way out. Yeah. And I think that's actually where I am too, which is fucking weird. Cause it's a <laughs> brutal episode, <laughs> like, but yeah. that is, that is my favorite game that we did by a lot. So, oh, same. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, that was great. Like, you remember yeah. when there was a way out and it was just like two idiots, you know, like two idiots eating houseplants, eating house, two idiots eating houseplants, but in a story, yeah. you know? Like with pacing in it, like yeah, in levels. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So anywho, so you have to take out the nest. The nest goes down really quick, but there are lots of hornets. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not too big a deal. Yeah. Not, not particularly climactic. And, and then you go into some tunnels that are textured with hornets' nest material yep. to you know to take out their queen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which again is is a big thing. It's a little bit better than the ants. Like it's not quite as like just firing into a big pilot of ants. Yeah. Until the queen dies, like it's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, during mission, take us some Deroys. Uh, the scientist, like, this is mostly like a dialogue mission. So this is how they get, like, a hypothesis out. Uh, the mm-hmm. scientist says, like, oh, you know, these planet eaters, which are a constant fixture in the sky, you know, now, uh, there must be some kind of central command module that is controlling them. Right. Yeah. So there must be a brain. Um, and that's what we're going to get in this, you know, final little arc here, which I have called Humanity on the Ropes. Yep. Yep. Um, which is 12 missions long, this, this kind of arc. It begins with Mission 77, Monster Party. I hate um, this so which, much. I, I, I just I saw your notes and I looked at it online, but I didn't visit this one because I'd already seen dragons. But it's like, <laughs> what if there were just like too many dragons? Yeah. <laughs> I would so, promise some dragons. Yeah. I know. Oops, all dragons. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, drink from the dragon fire hose. Yep. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this, uh, this is another one that I had to bump down to easy. So. Mm. Um, and it's weird because shortly after that, it's followed up, followed up by with a, with a good mission, uh, Labyrinth of Light. Did you end up doing this one? Um, I did because your note said it, you liked it. So yeah, yeah I did this. Yeah. Uh, this is cool. There are several dropships in the mountain, <laughs> dropships, not dropships, several dropships <laughs> in the mountain, <laughs> yeah. the, the weakest burn, um, yeah. they're in the mountains, but the whole region is draped in these shield generators. Like the entire thing just, again, looks like a labyrinth of light. You have to take them down, like through these curtains of overlapping shield, like clearing this entire place so you can actually take out the enemies. It's cool. Yeah. It, it kind of like cements the shield generators as probably the most successful enemy design in this game. Absolutely. To me, as far as like, not visually, but in doing something that actually changes how you play. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and this is, also has the feeling of like gaining ground, yeah. like methodically clearing this, gaining ground. There's almost a puzzle element to it. Like you'll yeah. you'll complete a shield generator, but it overlaps with another one, so you won't actually get access to what you want to get access to. Yeah. Until you get that, like this, this is pretty successful. Yeah. You know, I was I was hello overpowered because I had super save mm-hmm. that I was using, but it was still you know I had to think during it, which I appreciated. Yes, very good. Yep. Um, Fallen flagship is the first mission where you take on the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird because it doesn't look like a brain at all. It's like a big pillar with a pink area at the top, like a pencil. Yeah, with an eraser yeah. on it. <laughs> yep. Um, this takes place in a unique map. Uh, it's an excavation site. Uh, you have to take out the shield bearers kind of, kind of on the floor so you can get a clear shot up at the pink pillar. Yep. 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 
Um, elsewhere, like you, you hear about a unit that was taken out by a bunch of dragons. Uh, so when you and you go to replace them uh, to, to also to go die, apparently <laughs> uh, there's actually a giant dragon in play, which is kind of the you know that would be cool. That's kind of the game's trick. Yeah, you know, is it's giant, and then what if it was more giant? Yeah. So like. In- I, when I was writing the notes, I was like, oh, it's a huge dragon. No, it's really huge, you guys. I'm like, serious. They, they, all the dragons are huge. Yeah. You know, oh, it's it's a, it's a, the, the, the ant queen is big. Well, all yeah. the ants are already pretty big. Like, no. this is, you know, I, I am kind of bored by this giant dragon. Yeah. Uh, just because uh, I've, I've gotten giant fatigue. Yeah. I mean, for, for the same reason that Air Guinness, you know, that initial fight yes. was boring with him. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, the final battle in the beach biome is this really cool standoff. You've got two mm-hmm. waves of dropships and all the stuff they bring with them. Tons of drones. Um, Hector is just dotting the entire coastline. Um, and like one of those massive transforming mechs in the sea. Like this should have been the final battle, actually. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's, it's not. No. There's, uh, you know, there's like seven more. Yeah. Cause, cause the, um, uh, so then they introduce a series of like kind of escalating battles, um, which are just, you know, kind of more complex, kind of remixing, you know, adding things we've already dealt with, mostly robot enemies, yeah. um, leading to Mission 89, the finale, uh, Star Eaters, yes. um, where the brain is ascended over the city, and the final battle in, uh, entails clearing the Earth Eater panels around it so you can do damage to it. Yeah. Uh, and there are just tons of most types of enemies around. Yeah. While you're trying to actually focus fire, they're trying to distract you and whittle you down. Yeah. And you have tons of AI allies who are distracting you. Like it, it sells the idea of being a big fracas. Yes. Yeah. Like this, this sells scale, like the, the type of scale we're talking about very well. Yeah. Yep. It's just not that tactically interesting because you're just shooting big things in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, tactical interesting is not, that's very rare in this game. Yeah. You're not expecting it really. Um, but you do it, you eventually kill it, um, and you get the, the epilogue here, uh, where we find that the brain has fell to Earth, causing this great devastation. The remaining Ravagers fled the Earth, and Storm Team, who is, and the, like, when this is the, when I talk about that, like, kind of emotional arc uh-huh. thing, we hear is, like, you, you are definitely on the ropes, like, it's, like, it's hopeless, like, a lot of the radio chatter is very hopeless, until eventually they're like, oh, there's somebody in there, it's Storm Team. Yeah, and I had Storm no idea, that's what it. we were called. <laughs> I think I picked it up, but not until, like, Mission 30. Right. Like that. <laughs> um, you know, like, Storm Team, oh, they're doing it. I can't believe they're doing it. You yeah. know, like, everyone is is uh, talking you up. And then that's how the ending works. Like, you will be remembered by humanity as the heroes who saved the Earth. Yeah. Um. So it is uh, – this game is a study in the way of, like, you know, when we lay it out like this, that seems like a, a real video game-ass thing mm-hmm. to be, like, you are the people who saved the planet um, just stretched beyond, like, a breaking point. Yeah. Like stretched so thin, it's like gold leaf. <laughs> you know, like you can't taste it anymore. Like right. yes, it's valuable, but it has been pounded so flat that it is just decoration and pretty. And you're just gonna shit it out, and you're never even gonna taste it. Yeah, you know. So and then, then that's EDF four point one, and consequently, like more or less every other EDF. Yeah, like, there's lots of games that are similar where we say like we couldn't do other ones. Like mm-hmm. I bet you I could find some things to talk about with Tony Hawk three. Yeah, I couldn't find anything to talk about with EDF five or EDF, you know, twenty seventeen or whatever. No, you know, th- this is the EDF episode. <laughs> like, just consider this to be the EDF episode. <laughs> the, the, the omnibus is yeah. is what it is. You know, and it, for for me, I feel like I say this all the time, but like I, I do mean it. This is a series that I knew about by reputation, but never really gave a chance, just because you know, et cetera. Um, so <clears> bad it's good is not really an appeal for me. I'm happy to have been compelled to play it. Because, again, even though 
you know, I had a better time with this than, than, than you did, you know, that, that, mm. that has a lot to deal with, like, uh, where I was at personally at the time, like, mm. you know, like running triage in this and, you know, armchair quarterbacking it felt okay to me. I was kind of like, oh, like, I know exactly why this sucks. <laughs> Not yeah. sucks, but I know exactly how this fails. And like, it was frustrating well, to see those opportunities, right? Like, if, if you want to frame it better, you know, more positively than I do, like, I would say it fails. Like, I think this game is a failure. Um, but the, if you want to frame it more positively, like, how this game could be better. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, there is 100% a nugget of this that would work on me a thousand percent. Yeah. You know, like, there, there is a version of this. There were times during this where I was just having a bunch of fun with my buddy, uh-huh. lying around shooting insects. Yeah. Um, without those systems that got in the way and without it being this, this much, you know, like, condense this down to a 25 level. They can be a little bit longer, too. Uh-huh. But, like, every level has a thesis and a monster and a reason for being it justifies itself. Yeah. This could be a really I still don't think it would be great. I think the actual moment to moment play is a little too shallow. Uh-huh. But it could be Smash TV. Like right. it could be Smash TV or Serious Sam or it could rise to that level of like a, what I consider to be like a good dumb game. Yeah, yeah. You I know? mean like it it would get to the point of being disposable instead of hostile, right? There's yes. something that feels profoundly wrong with the idea that like I felt weird approaching this like I need to play it solo because scheduling stuff with somebody else was a bit of a bit of a problem and I just I I I don't want to add that stress on top of playing mm-hmm. stuff for work anyway. Um yeah. but like I had a better experience than you did playing it as everybody else says you ought to. Yeah, you know. Yep, yep. And it, it's kind of weird. Like when I tried to play it solo, I I couldn't do that, but I also was not in the headspace. Right. Well, it, you, like, you, like you would already, like nobody in the entire world would expect you to have any goodwill for this after the experience you had. Yeah, yeah. I was also yes, I was very cranky. Right. It wasn't novel. I'd already played a game in the series yeah. before, even if it is like the non-real one. But the whole the whole idea of it was not new to me. You know, so the the things that might you know draw you or that drew you through were not uh-huh. available for me. Yeah. To do it to do it solo. Um, you know, so it's, it was just something that like, I just co-op rounds up is, is one of the, the hidden, like this, this is the month with a billion themes, but that's one of them, right? Like uh-huh. all three of these games have serious problems and serious flaws, all of which co-op can to various degrees round up, Yeah, you know, for, and the only one I think it completely did it for is a way out, Yeah, you know, which is, it was designed from the ground. It doesn't have, it pointedly doesn't have a solo mode. Mm-hmm. You know, these ones that kind of give you the option, it can do some rounding up, but it wasn't enough. Right. You know, yeah, at, le- yeah. at least for me. Like, this ends up actually being, as far as a run of games, like, I think one of the worst three we've done. Yeah. Like, in a row. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to think of three in a row we've done that have been, like, this rough. Yeah. Um, even though all three of them I had some fun with. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the other, like, kind of, like, side of the coin. Like, I had a lot of fun. I think these are good episodes. I think we did, like, good work mm-hmm. figuring these things out. At the same time, like these are these are some rough games. Yeah, I don't um, know. It's it's been a while since we since we've like bagged on something, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like I remember, uh, you know, like obviously there's a uh, you know the, the that hellacious summer of 2012, but like that stretch around Soul Reaver, people got kind of bummed at us being so negative. But, yeah, like, I still think that those were pretty good episodes too. Yeah, there and know? people Soul Reaver, like people talk about re-listening to that one. Yeah. Like I think that's a good episode. Like if I understand it being a bummer if you love Soul Reaver, but like yeah. I don't think I don't think we did bad work during that. No, I don't think we did bad work with this. Like I just think that it's. Yeah. I'm ready to play something that, you know, like I'm so happy that The Sims is next, yep. <laughs> which I've already been playing and I am having a blast and like collecting 
uh, amazing stories. Like I had, uh, I started a new game because my old game had virtual roars in it, and it was yeah. too sad to continue. Right. But the uh, the new game with my my virtual dog Basil, who I don't care about. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I met in, in the apartment. I met met a lady who's my neighbor. Uh-huh. Started uh, started hitting off and stuff. Uh, she came over. We, she slept over, and uh, I think that the funny thing is I made my guy kind of like a nerd. You know, like myself, and she's a total party girl. Uh-huh. And the uh, the next morning, and I will end up telling the more detailed story about this in the episode, but, like, woke up immediately, woke up before me, turned on the stereo, danced into the bathroom, took a huge shit, danced into the, <laughs> danced over to the fridge, grabbed a piece of pizza, and ate it over my computer <laughs> dancing, and woke me up to do it. And I was like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> like, it was a very uh-huh. funny, like, what I get myself into. <laughs> um, but it was it was extremely, like, I laughed out loud a lot yeah. <laughs> during this. Uh, yeah. So I am, uh, I'm very excited to talk about that game. Yeah. I want to, uh, I want to populate the town with duck feed people. Oh yeah, that's that's real yeah. fun. Make them make them townies and stuff. That'll be fun. Yeah, make Duckburg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that uh, that'll be super fun. Yeah, and I'm super um, excited and... to talk about Pathologic. That game, I I am enchanted by it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna uh, start that this weekend actually because I'm pretty close to being where I can be done with The Sims. Uh-huh. Like I, I put in you know like 17 hours or something like that mm-hmm. uh, in it, and it's like it can go on forever. Yeah, I don't you know I don't I don't need to be done with it. I'm still enjoying it, but also like I don't want to play it for the rest of my life either yeah like I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where i can i can talk about it and i've had my fun and i don't want to sour it so mm-hmm. i'm gonna start pathologic very soon yeah yep no. so it's been an instructive month you know i don't want anybody especially especially peter um yeah you know to to to, to feel to feel bad that this ended up being and know, not at all no not even no. totally like even even though this was a frustrating experience like getting this to work right yeah um you know that it's it's fine in the in the terms of it frustrating experiences like it's nothing yeah yeah you know? and, but, and i did have fun with it and i did learn you know even if it, i walk away with this and the thing i learned was uh this series is not for me that's still real valuable absolutely you know? and you know just you know we, we have to look we have to look at th- things through our lens and the weird situation we've set up for ourselves like bad play and satisfying work are not necessarily mutually exclusive 100%. this was satisfying work absolutely yeah. I th- i think so too so I definitely don't want Peter to feel bad. I don't want you to think that like my bad experience or anything bad I've said about this game is a, a, an attack on you, yeah. you know, or your taste, or any, or even like you know, like I said, I keep, I've talked to like VG Robot a whole bunch on Twitter and on Slack. Like yeah. anybody who digs this, like I get why it is diggable, mm-hmm. you know, and and I don't think anybody has bad taste if they like this, right? You know, I just uh, you know, I just didn't, yeah. uh, and and all I can do is lay out why. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so Sims and Pathologic. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, yep. stay tuned next episode where we announce our summer JRPG. Yep, which Get I'm it. super excited about as well. Get hyped! Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll I think it'll be a big one. I think yep. people will dig it. Um, something that's been requested a lot. Yes. Oh, you've yep. said too much. I can't believe you've done uh, this. The, 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 it's just gonna make people guess Chrono Trigger. <laughs> um, so it, it's uh, so <laughs> now you've definitely said too much. I, I don't think so. I think okay. I, I would be very surprised if anyone guesses it. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to that. Um, if you want to dictate a, a theme month or if you want to dictate a game or if you just want to support us or any number of things, you can, the best way to do so, uh, is the only way to do those first two is to go yeah. to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Yes. And, uh, people have been, uh, very generous and it's, uh, it's, it's a huge thing. It helps us live and pay rent. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't help. It, it, lets us pay rent. <laughs> it makes it possible. Yeah. It makes it possible to pay rent, uh, yeah. which means, you know, I have to have a house with a computer in it to play these games. Yeah. So it, it is, it is a direct pipeline to the show, <laughs> right. you know, not trying to hold a hostage, but like, you know, that is how I pay my rent mm-hmm. and that is a, a first order hierarchy of needs thing. So, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but you know the other stuff. Uh, iTunes ratings and reviews. People have left very nice things about this show and the others. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we, we see those whenever that happens. It makes us feel good. But, you know, more than that, it helps raise the visibility of the show. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, big thanks to everybody who has done done any and all of that. Yes. It's huge. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's probably about it. Yeah. Um, so thanks everybody. Um, until next time, what should they, uh, what should they watch out for? Giant insects. That's all there is. Yeah. Everything yeah, is giant insect. Even the, even the robots are giant yeah. insects. This twist tie that I'm playing with right yeah. now that I'm fidgeting yep. with, giant insect. Giant insects, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. ne- next time, next time you, uh, uh, take care of yourself, giant insect, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I think you didn't, <laughs> I don't care what people do. It's healthy and natural. <laughs> Legendary hero soon will lead us to glory. Eight years ago, he sunk the mothership, says history. Tomorrow, we will follow this brave soul to victory. The EDF deploys.